Welcome to the Time Variance Authority. I'm Miss Minutes, and it's my job to catch you up before you stand trial for your crimes. So, settle in. Now, hang on just a minute. And we'll get you in front of a judge in no time. <laughs> Who actually believes this crap? Sir, I'm gonna see your ticket. No. Thanks for visiting the TVA. Don't hesitate to let us know how we're doing. What do you want from me? You put our timeline in chaos. I want you to help us fix it. What could possibly go wrong? Trusting Lokeep is not a good idea. Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is The Anatomy of Loki for Episode 1, Glorious Purpose. Oh, hey, uh, what, what do you think this thing does? I just found this on the ground. It's like blue and squ- like cube. That looks like a tesseract. Whoa, how do you think it works? Do you, I, do you think I, maybe I should just press this? I probably wouldn't touch anything. We're trying to record a podcast. Oh. Maybe well, we could did. play with... Okay, what is this portal thing? <laughs> Okay, we are inside of a portal. Okay, this let's is just cool. let's just cool. walk back out. I don't, and it's closed. And it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're stuck here. Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is The Anatomy of Loki for episodes one and two. Because somewhere on the sacred timeline, we had separate episodes planned. But here we are now. Variants with a podcast of madness. Indeed. So if you're looking for The Anatomy of Catwoman, that's a different podcast hosted by Batman. (laughs) Yeah, it sure is. Or maybe isn't, but either way, it's not here. Yes. (laughs) Might be a podcast on Pornhub. <laughs> Porncast. Porncast. Is that are, a thing? Do you think those are a thing? Just like an audio? Like audio porn? Audio you just of... hear people having sex? That would be terrible. I can't imagine anybody would want that. Yeah. I feel like that's just like... Somebody out there gets off from like visualizing it themselves to the sounds of sex. <laughs> they should just go hang out in like a college dorm room then. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you mind if I put my ear to your wall? No, that's not totally not creepy and weird at all. Please do. <laughs> all right, well, let's. Uh, well, we're here to dissect fully Loki in its one, episodes one and two, and uh, we will do some. We're kind of gonna go through a quick little overview of the plot and like the pieces that we really want to talk about, and then at the end, we're gonna talk about all the characters and um, how. The events that have transpired thus far in the show Loki um, may affect the MCU overall. So this is a sp- spoiler warning. Yeah, I this, mean... <laughs> is, this is full spoilers. Yeah. We did our spoiler free in yeah. our re- regular episodes. Yes, So we did. if you are here, you have watched both episodes and you are ready to go. Yes. So uh, we will try and keep it a little bit low key, I think. All um, right. Just because of the no. theme of the <laughs> podcast. I would argue it's going to be high key. Is that a real word? High key? Yeah. It's something that like Gen Zers are using like, these I days. Like I feel like that's like a like a like a 
cool, trendy, like, socky. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually not sure what it means, but I hear, like, young people say it a lot. Like, younger. High key? Yeah, that's high key, sus, yo, or whatever. Like, I still, I don't I've know. I've never that. heard one person say that. I've heard it. But. I'm like, okay, I guess it's a lie. I heard you say You just say heard it. me say it, so you just lied I've never to everyone. Heard, I've never heard two different people say it. <laughs> All I know is it's a term that can re- be used by very young people. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Yeah. What? Episode one and two. So we had Glorious Purpose and The Variant. Correct. This is two episodes of six, if I'm correct, unless there's some secret episodes that we don't know about. Yeah, I think that's correct. Unfortunately, I kind of wish there were more. Yeah. Especially knowing that we've seen two now. I, I mean, we've <laughs> kind of sped through a lot of material in like two episodes yes i feel like it's jumped ahead pretty quickly yeah definitely so we started off in episode one um in 2012 in new york city where loki picks up the tesseract we've seen this before multiple Mm -hmm. times so that's where everything goes wrong yes (laughs) so really it was just a recap yeah just a Um, quick thing though the captain america uh, little cameo mm-hmm. when we first saw that i was like oh my god did they get chris evans to do a cameo for the episode yeah because i don't remember that being in the original movie but i believe it was a later revealed like it was a deleted scene yeah so it was technically never used in the movie but it wasn't something that was new oh right yeah to the show yes yeah yeah because it seemed familiar to me but i don't mm-hmm. I wonder if it was in the uh, cut that we saw where they had the extended shit in there. I think that might like be the, it. <laughs> was they had like the fake Hulk yes, scene? Yes. Or... <laughs> I think it was in that. You're right. That would make total sense. But yeah. So that was fun to see him yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Obviously, he's not going to be a big player in this. But mm-hmm. it was kind of a fun thing to see. Yeah, definitely. And then Loki is catapulted through time and space into like the Mongolian desert. Um, no real concept of whether it's current time yeah. as of 2012, if yeah. it's future, past, whatever. I guess it's not relevant. Yeah, it, that's what I was wondering. As soon as it happened, I was like, oh, uh, what, what time is it? When is it? Where is it? All of this stuff. And then I was like, wait a minute, this probably doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. This is just a plot device so that the TVA can come in and pick him up. Mm-hmm. I've noticed people to uh, point out similarities with how he lands in that scene mm-hmm. to how uh iron man lands after he escapes the cave mm-hmm. with his first iron man and his suit. mark one okay and uh it just you know just gets destroyed as he hits the ground right uh as loki's laying there with his mouth guard broken mm-hmm. and his chains broken and all that stuff yeah uh so who knows maybe it's like some kind of symbolism of loki's journey changing from being deemed a killer to oh, to his beginning of being a, a new a new direction for mm-hmm. his character. Okay, you know, salvation for himself, redemption, if you will. That's definitely a possibility. Um, and not, then not that he has his mind to be redeeming himself, right? <laughs> as far as we know, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then the TVA enters the chat, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they come through these portals and uh, talk about resetting the timeline, and we're like, whoa, what the fuck does that mean? Because they're going to do something to this timeline so that theoretically it was never disturbed by Loki being there, right? Yep. So, quick little question on this. 
we're still not really clear on exactly what it means, whether just resetting the timeline means, does this refer to everything in the time? Like, do people get destroyed or do just their memories get taken away? Because I feel like destroying people just because they saw something they weren't supposed to, that's going to fuck up the timeline in some way too, right? Well, the implication is I think that this is now one of those branching timelines. So it doesn't matter if you... Basically, they're erasing it. Oh, right. right. So those... They kind of elaborate later on and they're just straight erasing, deleting the whole timeline. People are basically being, in a a way, snapped out of existence. Essentially, yeah. So yeah, you're right. At the point that he comes down... Those people that were there basically became clones of themselves. One set remaining on the prime or sacred timeline, as, as we now as know they it. refer to it later on. And the other ones now on this rogue or variant timeline. Mm-hmm. So they're, theoretically, the variant ones are just disappeared, if you will. <laughs> when they put these When they put reset the reset charges. charge. Yes, yeah. yes. I notice they never call it a bomb. No, they don't. Until later. Um, am I allowed to even say that on our podcast? I think so. Okay. <laughs> what do I care? We're variants on yeah. the run. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Well, the TVA, TVA probably can't does. stop us. Don't stop me now. <laughs> so, TVA comes in, captures Loki, take them, take and takes him to the TVA. And he's very confused by this whole situation because it's very clear that he doesn't know who they are or that they ever existed or mm. how they're coming through time space doors and whatnot (laughs) so yeah that's what's so weird to me is he doesn't seem to understand who they are yet they've been around forever presumably as far as we're told anyway yeah so right off the bat i got like very retro obviously it's a retro atmosphere in this office yeah it seems very like 70s style Mm kind of reminded me of uh Umbrella of Academy with their whole yes. time thing. Their whatever organization. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. I got the same exact vibe. Which I'm curious to see, like, who did theirs first as far as comic-wise. Mm-hmm. Good question. Uh, and then the other thing, too, is, like, the guy that he, when he he's told to relinquish the Tesseract to whatever clerk person. And the clerk's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what this is, you know? So that's an insane thing to think. Th- well, especially when, like, later on we find more uh stones mm-hmm. and he's like oh yeah those are blah 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 blah." yeah so he knows what they are but yeah. somehow he doesn't know what the test it gets because it's not broken down maybe into yeah. a stone yeah so then he goes through this like processing situation gets stripped down by a robot <laughs> which was kind of a fun and i don't know if you noticed there was a scroll in like a jumpsuit mm-hmm. that they show in the background well I'm curious to see if that's some kind of significance to a later series like uh, Secret Invasion or something. Yeah, definitely. Or, or maybe like Captain Marvel or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, it could just be like an Easter egg of, see, there's these different beings in this yeah. show that you all know about. Yeah. it's uh, At this point, it's definitely still hard to tell what's going to mean something and what's just like a... Ooh, fun little Marvel thing. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, yeah, piece of candy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They could have a lot of Easter eggs and not really anything important. Yes. Okay, right. so he goes through this processing situation, gets stripped down by a robot, which was a fun conversation in and of itself, and then he falls through the floor and is told to sign a pile of papers saying this is everything he's ever said. The pile did not feel like it was large enough to be something that represented all of his words ever. That's true, because he's not a quiet guy. Well, plus, it aren't they like 
presumably thousands of years old. I feel like Thor has made references to how old he is. and Yeah, at like, least hundreds, yeah. So it just seems like it was not big enough to be... Especially with how they like were printing out an entire sheet for literally one word where he said what. Yeah, I mean, but they... Because they, they couldn't just go add it to a previous page. So that... But he did that twice. He, yeah, he did. He did, like, I don't know what he said, but he printed that one. And then he said something else, yeah. which was what. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, this one too. Sign mm-hmm. this one too. Yeah. I have to assume that the text on the pages was very small. <laughs> but yeah, it did seem a little... It was meant to be just a silly joke, I think. But uh, yeah, it did seem like but... they, there might have been more paper. The people of Dunder Mifflin are probably suspicious of his uh, pile there. I'm sure they are. Or any other paper company, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> also, TVA has no fucks to give about uh, trees, huh? No. None whatsoever. Yeah. Is it even real paper? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they found something else to make paper out of. Yeah. Let's also uh, point out that there is maybe a flurkin. You know, I... Is that a cat? Is it just a normal cat or is it a flurkin? So in my mind, it was just a cat. Okay. And then as soon as you just said this, I'm like, oh, Loki does kind of balk at it as soon as he sees the cat. And maybe in the trailer you assume that's just because he's like, oh, there's a cat there. Mm -hmm. But what if he just knows it's a flurkin? And that's why he's like, oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Which is actually kind of a fun tie-in because... Goose, the flurkin in Miss, or Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. had the tesseract, the tesseract at a certain point. Exactly. It's not the same cat. Okay, I was or, like, I was like, wait, this cat wasn't orange, no, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> okay. it was a tabby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that'll be. I would love to see that cat make a re- reappearance or flurkin, if you will. But I wonder if we will, or if it was just yeah, like a one-time it was a situation. Yeah, scene. I don't think that guy's coming back yeah. for this cat or flurkin. Oh well. Um... Okay, so the next thing we do is we have Loki go through a metal detector and they make him, do they make him a sign or just acknowledge? Please confirm you, to your knowledge, the best of your knowledge, you're basically not a robot. Yeah. And he's like. Do a lot of people not know if they're robots? (laughs) Like he questions it like hella smug, like who the fuck wouldn't know? would you not know? And then before he goes in, he hesitates, he goes, well, what if I was a robot? (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know it. It's so funny. And he's like, it. well, you would be melted into whatever. Yeah, you'd or be destroyed like melted or immediately. Blown up or, yeah. Yeah, you would die. Yeah. But he was like uncomfortable yeah, going he's like, through. Very, very slowly. <laughs> I think the, these couple scenes kind of showed the tone and like the humor that is to come on this series. Yeah. You could tell they kind of took from. What Thor's adapted into being more of a comedy. Yes. And and implemented that into here. Yes, um, definitely. The one thing I would say is I do feel like Loki's character, even though he's supposed to be the 2012 Loki, that's like menacing. Mm-hmm. I do kind of feel like I don't think he feels like that Loki. I feel like he feels like the Loki we get through Ragnarok. Yeah, I, he does feel more human. If you will. Yeah. So in that sense, I feel like it hasn't really shined with showing his development to be the the Loki we know. The only argument I could have against that is that uh, it's showing that Loki has this 
personality inside of him always. And mm-hmm. he just is always putting on a front of being this like big badass evil whatever. Okay, that's and a good point. And he's really taken off guard by this situation, so his mask is kind of dropped a little bit. Okay, because we've kind of through the, the these two episodes, we we kind of get the the suggestion that like he doesn't like doing what he does. He yeah, just he just does. It's the front he has to do because that's his role. Yes, that's my that's how I would feel about it anyway. Okay, so then we go into a really long waiting room, or a really big waiting room, not long, but you know, it's, it's a waiting room, something like what you might expect at like a DMV or yeah. a TSA. Only more appealing because there's literally nobody Yeah, there's there. nobody in line except for one other guy. And then they're told that he's told to take a ticket, and the other guy was like, I'm not going to take a ticket, and we move yeah. on, and then <laughs> Loki takes a ticket, but only after he sees... Right is after the guy takes a ticket, right? Or he did it automatically. The guy didn't take a ticket. Yes. And then... Oh, it was a different guard that was like, the guard was take like, a ticket. Yeah. Like, he was very insistent. Loki takes it like, whatever. Like, okay, whatever. And sticks it in his pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then as they... It's as obviously the, a setup for the yes, joke later. Yes, yes. It was just really good. Um, so as they're, quote unquote, in line, they're the two whole people in the mm-hmm. room, there's a video playing that's supposed to be... Uh, about the TVA as an organization presented by the cartoon clock character Miss Minutes, which is so ridiculous. Hmm. And it's very 70s. Like, it matches with the 70s-style theme it seems like they have going. And this is where we learn that the TVA is run by the three Time Lords who are keeping safe the quote-unquote sacred timeline, blah, blah, blah. Which we'll talk a lot more about later, I'm sure. Yeah, it's going to tie into a lot of Yes, it. yes. Um... So, so yeah. basically, basically it's it's to explain or refresh for everybody what the events of Endgame does to the time, mm-hmm. I guess, right? It Basically, any change that you make causes branches of timelines to, to happen. So, a.k.a. what Captain America does or Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. I guess now what Loki did, is mm-hmm. considered a nexus event, mm-hmm. hence why we're here. Yeah. So, Ms. Minutes tells, just briefly, I'll go over the story. She tells, long ago, or many years ago, the timelines battled for supremacy. And you can see the branching of the timelines. I don't know if you caught this. Maybe I'm just wrong and they're just a coincidence. But it felt like the colors that they, like, represented the different timelines that were at war looked like the colors of the Infinity Stones. Mm. That's interesting. I don't think I noticed that. That's an interesting call. I wonder if it was on purpose. Usually with Disney it is. But, um, okay, so then they go through this, the next part of the story. Everything was almost destroyed and three timekeepers emerged to reorganize the timeline into a single timeline, or the timelines, into mm-hmm. a single timeline, which they call the sacred timeline. And this is where they've established that whenever you veer off the sacred timeline, you're now called a variant. And that point at which it veers is called a nexus event. And then they talk about if you a nexus event keeps if the nexus events keep happening and they veer off and remain unchecked, it can branch off into madness. Mm-hmm. If it hits what they call the red line, mm-hmm. you get uh, I think six points for a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they definitely very carefully were like she was. She heavily emphasized the words multiverse and madness, which I thought was. Mm-hmm. Very telling. And I'm sure everybody who watched this was like, okay, WandaVision? Yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I think this is going to directly tie to that, mm-hmm. obviously. 
which also in a sense has changed my perspective of what WandaVision is in the role of Doctor Strange. Mm. Okay. I initially thought maybe she'd be like a villain, but now I'm wondering if she's going to be like the key to fixing the multiverse of madness that presumably is inevitable in this Mm -hmm. series, right? Yeah, so... It seems like stuff has to go bad in this series in order for those movies to make any sense. So do you think that her being a nexus being in the comics is related to, like, not that she causes the nexus, but that she can fix it? She can fix it. Interesting. Okay, okay. Like, they haven't called her a nexus being in this, right? But... Not yet. What what did Agatha call her? She said that you, uh... Or did she call her a nexus being? She called her... Yeah, I think she did, actually. She called her a nexus being, right? You are the nexus... You're the nexus... Witch or... Nexus witch? Fuck. God damn it. Now I have to look that up. But basically, there's Nexus Prime, which is, like, the top of all... Like, they control reality, essentially, right? They create... Yeah. And destroy realities. She called her the Scarlet Witch. Oh. (laughs) Okay, so she just called her the Scarlet Witch was implied to be... Essentially what a Nexus being would be. Right. But they never called her a Nexus being. Right. She didn't say the words Nexus being, but it is assume, it is established that the Scarlet Witch is a Nexus being. In the comics. I mean, well, in the comics it Yes, is. yes. But, I mean, they say it in the comics. Yes. But, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is here they could be leaning into that and then revealing that she's a Nexus being later on. Yes. Maybe Doctor Strange will be like, oh my god, she's a Nexus being. Yeah, maybe. But right now, we just see her as just more powerful of a witch than everybody else. Where was she in the... This is digressing a little bit, but WandaVision... In WandaVision, Wanda at the end where she's doing her little floating in the air bullshit. Was she... Do we know where she was in that cabin in the middle of nowhere? I don't think it said where she was. Okay. But I know that there... I think there's like a location where she in the comics is known to have been isolated okay so i think there is info out there about where she could be okay but i don't think it was directly said okay but getting back to yes. loki sorry, sorry, sorry. so basically the, the 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 spew is tva controls time and if you do anything that goes against what they deem is the sacred timeline mm-hmm. you're fucked yeah but also it's definitely framed in the we're the good guys way mm-hmm. just so we're clear the here. whole video feels like propaganda it like does. Well, the whole atmosphere does they even have like the posters and stuff you'll see throughout even the credits at the end there's like one where uh oh, th- that's they, what it is what it just reminded me of the, the videos that they play uh-huh. rem- uh reminds me of when we were playing control the videos that are in that did you remember that it's not really relevant. I but don't know if I remember that. They play the little videos. Occasionally, there'd be like a TV you had to like click on for some bullshit. Oh, the weird puppet the creepy videos? puppet like propaganda videos for children. For children, yeah, yeah. But they were like very propaganda yeah. status, and they kind of reminded me of that. Okay, style. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about the TVA. Like, I feel like we're supposed to believe they're like the good guys, but I, I kind of have questions about that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you do that route where they aren't the good guys. Although Loki kind of put it good later on in this, like, when I think it might have been episode yes. two, where he's yeah. like, uh, the good guys aren't always Yeah, nobody good, good is ever truly good, and nobody bad, bad is ever guy, truly yeah. bad. And, like, I think that kind of puts it well. It's like, you know, yeah. everyone just kind of has their own fucking thing. But yeah. um, it does feel like there might be more to them than just... And I think 
on the surface, the people are just doing their job. But behind the scenes, it feels very Wizard of Oz. Yeah. But we, maybe in a more sinister way. Yes. that's It does have a little bit of a Twilight Zone vibe situation. But uh-huh. uh, we'll get more into that later, I think. Okay. Yeah. Shut down. But for now, I don't want to get too deep into the woods of discussing the, okay, the, okay, the essential okay. entities of the show yet. Because okay. we're going to get through the things that happened. Um, so at this point, we then have a flash to, or like a temporary side mission, essentially, to 1549 France, where Mobius goes... Actually, we haven't talked about Mobius. He hasn't shown up until... Yeah, we, he just... Just now. Yeah, he just barely... He just shows up in... We, 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 we don't go, even know okay, who he yeah, is. Yeah, we don't know who he is. Sorry, okay. It's hard to like go back and be like, how was my brain at this point? Okay, so yes, we get a flash to 1549 France, and there's this detective looking guy wandering yeah. around who is mobius and they are investigating investigating a crime scene that this mysterious variant interfered with events that were happening in the area and then they go do their little reset bullshit and whatnot mm-hmm. um then we go back to the tva there's a fairly quick trip just kind of like to introduce not introduce but like show him in the field yeah and the hunters as well the other tva type employees um space cops space cops yeah Exactly. Or, I guess, time cops. Oh, space space time cops. Jean-Claude Van Damme makes an appearance. (laughs) He better. As a time cop. Yeah. (laughs) What do they call them? Minutemen? Minutemen, yes. They do. (laughs) That's true. Imagine me at a bar trying to hit on a chick. And she's like, what do you do for work? (laughs) Oh, I'm a a Minuteman. Just one? Like, okay. Oh, thanks for the drink. Oh. I'm gonna go okay, talk to bu- that okay, guy. <laughs> See you never. Um, so when we when Loki gets to the end of the end of the uh, waiting line situation, or almost to the end, he sees the other guy get confronted at the end and say, "Where's your ticket?" He's like, "Well, I don't have a good ticket." The other guy, tr- I tried to take one, he wouldn't let me. He was like totally bullshitting. Yeah. And the guy was like, "Where's your ticket?" And he like didn't have one. So then he just gets like zapped into ash. Zash. Yeah, Zash. they call that Zash. Yeah. So then Loki has this like panic moment where he's like, ah, he's like looking everywhere to make sure he has his ticket. That was pretty fucking he, hilarious. He holds it up. And he's like, oh, I have, like, like I he's have a ticket. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to bring up that whole uh, baton thing. Yes. So when we first see it, the was it Hunter B15 mm-hmm. lady uses it on him in the Mongolian desert. Yes. Okay. Mm hmm. All it does is fuck him up. Yes. It puts him in like 1 16th speed, she said. Yes. But full pain real time or something. Yes. Uh, which I have a lot of questions about that. So does that mean you feel in the full duration of pain you would feel during real time in 1 16th speed? So like it would last longer? Yeah. That's what I thought is like your your body or your movement is slowed down to one sixteenth speed, but you're feeling it for that whole entire time. Okay. So. Seems like kind of a dick move too. Yeah. Like nothing really happened that like deserved to just like get fucking knocked in the face like that. Yeah. Anyways, but the, she the hates... point was all that did was like do some weird time shit so she could put the collar, uh, collar on, which mm-hmm. basically prevents him from presumably using powers or. Yeah. Anything Any in general. Any kind of yeah. Loki-like It also attitude. makes it so she can... This is rewind him with the little tool thing that they have. I can't mm. remember what it's called. Yeah. So... But what I'm saying is, then when this guy uses it, it fucking just basically 
deletes you. Yeah. And so they must have settings on there. Yes. It's about, it's, that's what I was, I was like ch- waiting. Waiting so I can say, I feel like it's their equivalent of set phasers to stun. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to say this so bad. Because I, um, it looks like they have one which is delete and mm-hmm. one which is slow motion, I guess. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So I don't know if it's about like which end of the rod they hit you with or yeah. what. It's basically like a Photoshop wand. Yes. Yeah. For real time. For like military personnel. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's a good point. I didn't. We didn't talk about the little baton wand situation they've got going on. So, um, uh, so I am kind of curious if like there's other settings besides the two yes. that we'll see later yes. on. Yes, I think we've only seen two so far, but it would be interesting if there were others. One that like fast forwards. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why you would need how a fast forward someone. How, but what would you? How would you know where they're going to go or what they're going to do? I, mean, I don't know. Just oh okay. <laughs> Like someone's trying to, like someone's trying to run away. So yeah. you like you hit them with it, like fast forward, and then like they run into a wall. Oh, I don't okay. know. Because I'm thinking like you hit somebody with the fast forward, and then they just like run away. But like, what you? How would you catch them to like slow them down? It just they stay that way forever. Or you like throw like a chair in front of them, and then fast forward, mm. and then. Okay, I can see that. I guess my tactic is only useful in the sense of having the collar on. Right. Not them independently fighting against you. Yeah. So, never okay. mind. Well, it's it could work. We'll see. It's like the ludicrous song where he's like, something like, wind it back. It's fine. It doesn't fucking get matter. Get back, get back. You don't know me like that. I, that's not <laughs> that's it. That's not it. But. <laughs> oh, something, something, just rewind it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever. We are so hip. We are so, with so hip with the, the... rap. <laughs> yeah. So cool. We should have our own podcast about the rap. The rap. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of every episode, we could say, and that's a rap. <laughs> we have to like Or that's the rap. That's the rap. <laughs> uh, are they Transformers? No, it's like a beatbox. I'm obviously really good at beatboxing. Yeah. I knew a person in like middle school who beatboxed and they thought he was like the fucking like, like yeah. whoa, how the fuck you doing so this? fucking cool. He, you know, yeah. he's making like three sounds. Yeah. I mean, now I do that just from like burping. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really not that impressive. I can pop and lock a lot when I just yeah. get up from bed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. They're it's just talking. Age. Yeah. They're just rapping about their problems. Yeah. And, and aging. That's yeah. really all it is. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, so then we're back at the TVA, and Loki is taken before a judge. The judge is Ravana Renslayer, who we've discussed a little bit early on whenever she was cast, who has some ties to Kang the Conqueror in the comics, which we'll get into a little bit. Uh, so while they're in France, they're in some kind of, like, I think it's a church. Basically, it's like a crime scene at, like, a cathedral or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Minutemen, as we discussed, are, of course, very uh, single-minded and they just want to go around and, like, reset everybody and they don't... They seem very, like, brute-like. Yeah. Like, they have consciousness and stuff, but, like, they just seem like they only care about throwing around their power and not really so much about 
They're 100% enforcers. Mm-hmm. And they have no interest in finding out why anything is the way it yeah. is. It's just destroy, destroy, destroy. They're like, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So it, it also adds a little bit to the picture of the TVA. Yeah. Um, so really, it, so it, it leads to some child showing up. Yes. Uh, and then who we know as Mobius. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen Wilson. Yes. He uh, talks to the child. Apparently he knows every language. Pretty convenient. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess it does. He's <laughs> like a time How, investigator. Would you like have to learn all that or would it just be like you just know because of, I don't know, is it just some kind of weird tech that lets you do it or you think they have to actually learn all that? Well. It doesn't matter. But It's, it's still unclear to me if these TVA employees are actual humans or yeah. something We'll else. get into that a little bit yeah, more yeah, yeah, because yeah. like something I noticed about the whole like staff later. Yes. Yeah. Um, but. Basically, he finds out that this kid got gum from the variant they're chasing because there's yes. this mysterious variant killing the TVA soldiers. Yes, and stealing their reset charges. Yes. Uh, so, on surface, it looks like that's like them just leaving like a calling card, like mm-hmm. trying to impact the timeline. Right. But it... It ends up tying in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, then we end up back at the TVA. And we can see Loki has made his way to the judge, who is Ravana Renslayer, who we've discussed a little bit back in the day whenever she was first cast. Um, it's Gugu Mbatha-Ra, I believe, is her name. And uh, she's the judge that is supposed to, I guess, enforce the laws made by the timekeepers, as far as we are yeah. informed. So what it seems, as far as we can tell, for the hierarchy is timekeepers, her, detectives... Hunters, or captains and then hunters, right? Or are they about the same? I can't really tell. I don't know which ones are captains. Because there was Hunter B-15, who Is seemed she, like she's some kind of authority. She does. But then later there's one who's got like a C. The C-20. She's like a captain or something like that. Yeah, I feel like they're all hunters, though. And then there's hunters and analysts. So the two categories of TBI yes. employees. Um, so I'm assuming hunters are above analysts. I would Or ass- unless they're just... It seems like they're on par, except in certain situations, Mm -hmm. which we see towards the end. Um, Either way, it seems like Ravana is like the only one who really knows, and presumably, what's really going on. Everybody else is just kind of blindly following because, in a sense, the timekeepers are like a religion. Yes, which they kind of heavily tie to conversations later. Yes, definitely. Um, so we get the typical Loki snark with some of his responses to the judge's inquiries, such as, how mm-hmm. do you plead? And he says, guilty of being the god of mischief, <laughs> which I loved that line. Yeah. <laughs> um, or no, he, well, before that he says, uh, a god never pleads. A god does not plead. Yeah. 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 He like chuckles and yeah. you can kind of tell he's very like, he doesn't take any of this seriously, no, it's but all at the a same time he's very like cautious, mm-hmm. you know, like the ticket thing. He was like yes. very uncomfortable there. Yes. Um, so yeah, then like you said, he goes into, yeah, I'm guilty of being the god of mischief, but then he's also like, I didn't break anything. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. The mm-hmm. Avengers are the reason that the Avengers traveled all through time. How come I'm here? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> he wants to blame. I them. love the line where he knows that that's what happened because he goes, uh, you could smell. He's like, believe me, you can smell the cologne of two Tony Starks. 
Yes. And like that was like his like line to like kind of tell the viewer how he knew that they were time traveling and it wasn't just the same ones from that time. <laughs> yeah. And there's uh, like no doubt as a in a last ditch effort to stave off my ascent to God King. Yes, I love <laughs> so that. Like good. the 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 humor of him thinking that he like took over mm-hmm. and that was what was going on. Yes, yeah. Even though technically he was working for Thanos in that moment of the first movie yes. Avengers, right? Yes. Well, at least he was leading so in Thanos his head, to believe. He even took over above Thanos at yes. some point. Yes. Although I guess the premise was Thanos gave him the power to invade Earth with the deal that he could run Earth. Yeah. So maybe that was where he was like He's like, oh, I must have won that battle. Yes, yeah. And he thought that everything was based off that one moment, not anything in the future. Mm-hmm. Which, again, makes sense because he doesn't know anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going through his defense against whatever accusations, basically saying, no, the Avengers did everything wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can help you fix that. He's like, I'm on your side. Um, yeah, he's definitely playing the trickster card. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, give me uh, an army... And resources, and I'll gladly take care of the the mess the <laughs> Avengers made for you. Yes. Absolutely. And I loved like all the humor he was pulling out in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with him though. Like I don't understand how he would be deemed this criminal variant mm-hmm. because the Avengers are the ones who acted on whatever they did. Okay, and of yes. course, Ravana gives this argument like, "Well, what they did was supposed to happen." Yes. Which in itself is contradicting. Mm-hmm. I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But what doesn't make sense is so like at what point of that scenario did something change? Because mm-hmm. arguably the Hulk smashing through that door to the you know the stairs, no stairs or something like that. I hate stairs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why we moved to a house without stairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But arguably, him doing that is what caused the briefcase to get slid in front of Loki. Yes. So, how is it Loki's fault that a, a test rack showed up right in front of him? Yeah. And on top of that, how would the scenario have changed where the true timeline would have happened where Loki doesn't take the test rack? Maybe in another version, the Hulk jumps out the window and just... Instead of taking the stairs, but or what I'm saying yeah. is it, that implies there's free will. Yeah. If things can change. Yeah. If there's a secret timeline, the logic is it always goes the way it's supposed to go, which means these variants shouldn't exist. Okay. Ever. If the sacred timeline is actually a true thing and not manufactured to keep with what going the, back to propaganda yes that this video yes showing that there was a sacred yeah. timeline made from a war so and multiverses the, yes. yeah so this has to do with a little bit with what we might discuss about the tva later but just mm-hmm. quickly though it's possible that they are uh that maybe the multiverse is supposed to be a thing and they just are manufacturing this scenario mm-hmm. where the sacred timeline is the only... Basically, it means it's the only timeline in which they maintain control. And so any events that are potentially going to take things away from their control, they're shutting those down. I don't know if this is inappropriate to say, but I'm going to say it because I'm <laughs> a variant and I don't follow the rules. Yeah. The TVA feels very Nazi. 
It does. And I'm not saying that, or I guess a more comparison would be um, stormtroopers. Yes. Who are following their orders, but they don't necessarily like have this, we're here to take over the world mindset. They're just doing what they think is like what's right because that's what they've been trained to believe Mm -hmm. yeah it does feel very much which i guess the stormtroopers were based off the the nazis Nazis, yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) so it's like they're taking they're doing what they're told for different reasons but regardless it definitely seems like you can see glimpses of the hunters having these uh personality situations that are a little questionable where they seem mm-hmm. like we talked about they're very brute hunter hunter b15 which is like the main one we have kind of experienced mm-hmm. she feels like she's very aggressive yeah and she very, very much hates variants i don't know if it's specific about loki or if it's just in general i guess you it said seems, that she doesn't like him it in general. seems very personal to me her like she has mm-hmm. like a very personal hatred yeah. towards all variants so it's unclear whether that was like a brainwashing situation or maybe that's just her personal mm. experience. I don't know, but I mean, we don't know anything about we them. We don't. Yeah. Do they grow? Are they babies and grow? Yeah, we have no or are they idea. just brought into like existence yeah. as adults? Do they have some kind of reverse deleter? Do they have the ability to control their like thoughts of like yeah. not sorry, control their thoughts, but like I guess pick and choose what they know and don't mm-hmm. know? Like Yeah. Can they erase memories? Right. So yeah, I agree with you. It's very, the the line between what is supposed to happen, what isn't supposed to happen is a little bit sketchy because it could be as simple as the latch failed on that suitcase. And of course... But the point I'm making is if that were to happen, mm-hmm. then that means that the TVA isn't doing their job of maintaining what's supposed to happen. Logically, if they're all making sure from the start of the timeline, the sacred timeline that nothing gets disrupted, Mm -hmm. then that means nothing would ever happen like that. No, because they can't control what happens. All they can do is control where they go to delete something. So is it like the idea of physics where you throw a ball to the same spot, it's not always going to bounce off the wall the same way? Exactly. I think that's what's going on here is the TVA or the timekeepers, whatever, they can't predict what's going to happen, but they know what they need to do to change things but presumably the timekeepers are telling Ravana what needs to be, like, what's supposed to happen. And yes. she's trickling down yes. to the workers so they, to change those things. Right. So what I'm thinking is they may have some amount of foresight, but they can't go, they can't predict everything. Mm-hmm. So they can't predict that the latch is going to fail on that suitcase. And of course, if the latch fails, like, none of that other shit really matters. It didn't affect the yeah. whole time stream. But as soon as Loki just disappears with it, that mm-hmm. changes how things go. So that maybe potentially puts them at risk for losing control of the situation. Yeah. Okay. But I guess what makes no sense to me as well is what is the purpose of this courtroom trial? Yeah. Because if the outcome is going to be you were not supposed to happen, you are a variant, because that's kind of the theme is mm-hmm. if they're erasing entire timelines that are deemed variant changing, mm-hmm. then that means the variant person who is the criminal for doing such would also be erased. Yeah. So... What was the point of bringing Loki in if the outcome was always going to be erase them? I wonder if all analysts used to be variants. Okay. And they bring them in to... And they realize they can condition them to be useful. 
or whatever. That's a really good spin on that. Because the, the uh, I was going to call them drones. You can see how I feel about them. <laughs> the hunters seem very drone-like and very possibly just created and brainwashed and whatever. Mm. Very stormtrooper-y. Um, but the analysts, we haven't seen very many others, but they don't they don't dress the same. Mm. They don't act the same. Yeah, it's like blue-collar versus white-collar workers, yeah. right? So they seem, it just makes me wonder. If maybe that that's the option is that you're either deleted or you maybe could be useful to us, so we're gonna keep you. But as long as you're following the rules, as long as you follow the rules, can, we feel we could trust what exactly. you are doing. And, and this would support one of your theories that we will discuss later. Okay. I have too many ideas. So that, I don't yeah. have like a concrete, this is what I think is happening. Yeah. I have a bunch of like, oh, it could be this, it could be that, and yeah. like I really have no idea. Yeah. Because and, it would it would help us explain where all these fucking people come from. Mm-hmm. And it would also explain what happens on the other, if you're found not guilty mm. or whatever, you know? So, uh. That, I mean, that's a good point because if you are found not guilty, that, I mean, for one, that implies that the timeline can now exist, but they already reset them no matter what from the yeah, start. Yeah. So I guess if you're found not guilty, you can continue to exist, but that timeline that you would be deemed a part of is now gone is gone so, so now, now you have to, you have to at live TVA. at the tva exactly and by that logic you're not disrupting the flow of Ex- the sacred timeline exactly. because you are not a part of it yeah and now in a really sick twisted way you have to help protect that sacred timeline that yeah. you created a branch of. yeah so. i'm gonna burn down your house and now you have to help now you're a firefighter to burn people's mine. houses down yeah <laughs> <laughs> Basically what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then, of course, as as usual, Loki is angling to meet the people in charge. <laughs> That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He always is very interested in who's in charge and how he can overcome them. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he heard about these timekeepers, he's like, like oh, oh, I hmm. should meet them. Yeah, I'd like Because I could them. help out. Yeah, totally. I could definitely be their assistant. You know what that reminds me of, actually? Mateo in Superstore. <laughs> he always seems like he's angling... To be, he's like the Loki of the Superstore. He's like the Loki of Superstore, yeah. Multiverse? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, And so then we also see that his powers, that Loki's powers don't work in the TVA. Um, It's unclear to me. Yeah. I mean, he he tried multiple times to flex his butt cheeks. Yeah. And it just didn't work. Yeah. Um, What's unclear to me is, though, if that's because of the collar or just because of the TVA location and or That's potential plot issues for me because it is implied it's the collar... At least to me, it was implied the collar is what prevents them. Yeah. To use it because mm-hmm. they well, what they do is they say that the powers don't work in the TVA realm, right? Or whatever it's considered. Yeah. City. Is whatever. it a pocket universe? Like a. <laughs> That's like another thing we should get into later. Yeah, is like, we will. What is it? Where mm-hmm. is it? When is it? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but the implication is just nothing works here. Like mm-hmm. magic doesn't work here. They basically have full control in this this designated area yeah um and then the callers seem to just be like we can prevent you from running away mm-hmm. you know we can teleport we you can back rewind here. you yeah. yeah it's manipulate physically mm-hmm. what you're trying to do but later on he helps out in missions mm-hmm. and he doesn't have the caller yeah and he's not in the tva like city he's in like a random location on earth mm-hmm. and he's unable to use his power still because they even reference he's like can i have my powers back can I have a weapon? Can mm-hmm. I 
have something. And he's like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. We don't trust you still. Mm -hmm. And then... So to me, that implies the the caller, I guess, is not at the source of preventing his powers. Because he's not wearing a collar, but he technically doesn't have his powers still. They must have, they have to have like some kind of power dampener with them. But then later on, yeah. in a different mission, he does this power thing where he like dries himself off. <laughs> yeah. So, so he does have his powers there. Yeah. So I either don't... they gave him his powers back at some point because they would trust him more, which kind of falls into line with your theory of everybody at the TPA is, is a former variant. Mm-hmm. Or I guess you're still variant. Yeah. Without a home. Yeah. Homeless variant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then uh, he's sentenced to resetting, right? That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what she's decided. So death. Death, as far as we can tell. Snapped out of existence. Yeah. So, as you discussed, it makes no sense why they even have trials, um, unless... I'm really curious if we'll get the answer. Because it felt like she was just humoring him. Like, yeah. it didn't matter what he had to say. He wasn't going to prove that he should exist. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. It felt like... You're just wasting my time. I just want to hear your answer that you're guilty and then yeah. I can do my job. Yes. Um, I would also like to point out Ravana in the courtroom is sitting in front of the three heads of the timekeepers. Mm-hmm. And the one that we see her in front of directly is one that resembles Kang to us. Yes. And I know that's kind of like a very common theory now that Kang is involved in yes. this. Uh, but I would like to point out when we did our trailer breakdown, yeah. we fucking said, hey, that looks a lot like Kang. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. We were cool before the hipsters all were like, it's Kang. <laughs> Is it the hipsters? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think that all the people who are like in the bandwagon theory of it's Kang the whole time. Uh-huh. Like we thought we should like, we should refer to them as the kangaroos. All right. <laughs> Just so you can call a group of people kangaroos? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so after he's sentenced to resetting, Loki says, you will not dictate my story. But he's told, uh, it's not your story. It never was. Mm-hmm. So, this is a little bit of uh, foreshadowing. If you have finished season, or if you finished episode two, we get a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um. And then this is where we get a real introduction to Mobius and Mobius, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so ridiculous. Is his middle name Mobius too? I mean, it's possible. <laughs> which is also yeah. also makes me wonder if his name was just Mobius when, like, if he was if he was a variant prior, then his name was Mobius. So then he gets three names, and so if Loki <laughs> becomes a fucking TVA person like that, he's gonna be Loki L Loki. Is that a thing? I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Maybe. Probably not, but But they do refer to him as his last name. Yes. Which is based off his ice heritage, right? Lofison, yeah. It wasn't based off Odin's son. Right? No. Uh Luffy. let's see. Which is interesting that they referred to him like that. I guess because it's biological. Yes. He was uh the king of the frost giants. So they kind of just like name. brushed that whole idea that he's an ice giant away, haven't they? Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't like there's one moment in the first movie. For Thor, where they show him as a blue mm-hmm. ice giant. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it's just assumed that he just kind of like puts on this face camouflage or whatever illusion yeah. Yeah. of what he looks like the whole yeah. time. Yes. It seems that way. Seems like a waste of energy. 
like a it's kind of like, like mystique. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it's kind of like a mystique thing, like yeah. they do with the uh, Fox movies, where she's just always human looking. Exactly. Yeah, they have him as blue. It's very interesting. I wonder if we'll ever see that again. That'd be cool to see in the like the what ifs, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I mean, but it's not really a what if. It's a it's a. Well, like, what if he... It's a what? No, it's a what if he stayed in fucking Jotunheim or whatever. You know, like... It's a what is. All right. Oh, if if he never came to to live with Odinson. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like, if he did something that caused him to want to be blue all the time. I'm blue. Okay. (laughs) Got really into blue man crew. (laughs) He started a life in Vegas through the blue man crew. He, uh... (laughs) He tried out for the role of Tobias yeah. in uh, Arrested <laughs> Development. But he didn't blew himself enough. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he tries out as the role looking normal. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you know, we're looking for someone that's a little bit more blue. <laughs> and then he changes to the frost giant. Yeah. And, and he goes, I just blew myself. <laughs> And then they were like, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to put that in the script. But not with you. But we're not going to go with you. Yeah. We're going to choose someone else. (laughs) And that would be him changing history. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, So, Mobius (laughs) approaches the bench to discuss his plan with Ravana. And uh, he says, he has an idea. She's like, you have no idea what he's capable of. And he says, I have an idea what Loki is capable of. Mm-hmm. Which leads that's you... one of those. That's one of the first. That's one of the first lines he has in this show that makes me suspicious of who Mobius may be. Which kind of goes into your idea of the TVA being a bunch of variants. Yeah, I'll probably save it for later. Yeah, let's because I deeper. have other things. I let's wanted. go deeper later. But you can just be like, "Yep, that's another one, and that's mm-hmm. another one." Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. And then he also tells the judge, Ravana. Mm-hmm. He tells her he feels like he's always looking up to her and he likes it. Yeah. So does this imply like a romantic relationship? I don't know about that. Or... But I took that as kind of like more like kind of manipulative. Oh, like he's okay. trying to like work the system a little bit with her. Okay, like kind of okay. like make her feel good right. to get what he's trying to get, which is Loki to do whatever to work with he's him trying whatever, to do yeah. for his variance rogue that he's trying to take down. Yes. Okay. That's a good point. Instead of getting him like deleted, he's trying to get her to like let him take him on his wing to yes. like try and work him into the system. Mm-hmm. So, um, which will we'll get a little tie bit more, into yeah. what I was. Yeah. Suspecting. It'll get a little bit more complicated when we discuss that later. Um, so then Mobius takes Loki and walks him around and we get to see the city of the TVA. It's, I mean, it looks like a city ish situation. Yeah. It kind of feels like it's enclosed. Kind of feels like um like a Death Star situation. Oh, that's a good point. What if it's just like a <laughs> giant Death Star? A giant Death Star. It's a, yeah. The multiverse is Star Wars is involved in the same canon. <laughs> it felt do very. Do you think Mar- or Disney would ever do oh that at some point? I, mean, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I feel like if they, they were could. like ran out of ideas and people stopped going to Marvel and Star Wars movies. Like, they're like, crossover. well, Darth Vader is gonna fight Captain America now. <laughs> You know someone would go. We will, would. Will that vibranium shield prevent a lightsaber from <laughs> melting it? Yeah. Tune in to find out. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so. They totally just taking my ideas and just making all these. 
Yeah. I'm like the uh, the whale. What do they call? It? Oh, was it South Park had the uh, the Family Guy joke where they just have like a some kind of whale. Oh, fuck. Was it whales? Yeah. The walrus? The walrus. Was it walruses? Was it a walrus? No. It was some kind of weird, ugly... Some m- animal. Yeah. Manatee? Manatee. Manatees. I think. Yeah, it was manatees. We're going to go with that now. Yeah, it was manatees. They like just like use like a ball that has like words on it, and then yeah. they just put them together, and like that's the plot of the next episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like Disney's manatee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so we will discuss a little bit more later about where we think this might be or whatever. We'll get some more speculation going on later. Mm-hmm. And, uh... But I do have one question for you. Yes. It, does everybody in this giant city-like area work for the TVA or is there, like, a society outside of the TVA? I Like, get... do they have families that they, you know, they're doctors or they're garbage workers or you know like is there like other occupations or is it all literally just hunters and analysts analysts well i kind of get the feeling it's only hunters and analysts but like there's we've never seen be, a child right no there's been no children which kind of would then kind of go with the factor of they aren't like beings that grow up they yeah. just exist they or they don't already. exist yeah and then maybe they stop aging because they, they do keep saying time works differently here right mm-hmm I do kind of want to get into that later, too, about a part of where it could be. Okay. So, um, remind me if I don't bring it up. Okay, okay. I think I have an idea what you're going to say. Yeah? Yeah. Um, okay, and then Loki is being not very forthcoming. He doesn't want to talk because he's grumpy. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. And he's like, I don't want to talk. And, uh, and Mobius, uh, and Mobius, Mobius is like, we both know you like to talk. So... Mm-hmm. How does Mobius know that? Mm-hmm. Well, he always refers to how like he like knows him in and out from his he's files him, and shit, yeah. and he's a fan of his. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's the cover story. Yeah, yeah, probably. So Mobius takes uh, Loki to an interview room, and they start talking about what Loki wants and what his goals are. Um, and then he goes to start showing him some video situations. But first, he says, "What do you want?" And he's like, "To rule Earth, Asgard." And the Nine Realms. And then he jokingly says, or sarcastically. So, like, so what's next? He says sarcastically, like, what's next? Space? Yeah. And then Loki kind of takes that as a, takes that as a, a mockery of yeah. his, of his idea to, to rule. Yeah. Because, and then Loki goes on this little thing talking about how people don't want freedom. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of contradicting to the idea that he doesn't believe in this sacred timeline Mm -hmm. because he's saying like people want to be ruled and like guided you know they don't want to have free will i think he said specifically yeah he he says choice breeds shame uncertainty and regret yeah fork in a fork in every road yet wrong path always is always taken implying like people don't like having to choose something they panic they want they exactly (laughs) Thank you for telling everybody what my no, life is about. You know what else though is I was I was talking to like a group of people completely independent of you, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, well, "I don't know, I panic ordered." So it's not just you. Okay. <laughs> well, now I feel like 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 I'm not unique because like I feel like that was like a like a a, a coin term that we made up for me. It might have been made panic up. ordering. It might have been made up for you, and then I don't feel like I've ever heard anybody say that. I I thought it was like a thing I made up because yeah. I always do it. 
I always feel like I all. I mean, I do. I always, you know, if I'm in the drive-through, like I feel like I have to like order quickly because, you know, I'm in the drive-through. And if there's I'm, one person behind you. And if I'm inside, I feel like I have to order quickly because, like, you know, like somebody else is. Yeah, me you waiting. feel like somebody's just gonna pull out a machine gun if you don't order. Even though every time <laughs> someone's in front of me, they're like, you know, what else can I? you know look at does this have pickles on it or what color is this thing (laughs) it's a milkshake no there's no pickles anyway my point was that other time other people will be a pickle flavored milkshake at some point i'm sure mcdonald's will come up with it when they run out of ideas i mean we saw pickle flavored soda at that weird store we went to that's true yeah anyway digress um Uh, you're right, though. Like, I think that his argument is that people don't want to choose everything because it's too much work. Mm-hmm. But he's scoffing the idea of, of the sacred timeline that's controlling everything and, and that, like, everybody's path is predetermined. I feel like he... Because he hates the idea that he's not in control of his own life. Yeah. As he says in the courtroom, mm-hmm. you know, you will not dictate my life yeah. or whatever my path or whatever yeah, it is. And then yeah. later on he says other things that are like similar. Mm-hmm. The idea kind of breaks him when we get into like him seeing his, I guess for him, his, his future. future. Yeah. For us, it's the past. Yes. So let's get into that. Because yeah. they, you know, he sits down, Mobius shows him all these events that will happen, but mm-hmm. haven't based off where he is at this moment. Yes. But just to end off of the, that, that, this whole conversation and banter they have is, you know, uh, Loki tells Mobius the timekeepers have built their circus and I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection mm-hmm. and then Mobius I think says something oh you really like metaphors you really like metaphors yeah. it makes you sound smart and <laughs> then like, I am and smart. Loki's like I am smart he's like <laughs> I, I yeah know. I know <laughs> <laughs> it is this real like cat and mouse like yeah. moment of like yeah. who's really like one upping yeah. the other yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, he sees, uh, like he ends up seeing a lot of things that upset him visibly. And then Mobius talks about how he thinks that like in this version of him that before he left the timeline or that would have happened before they, or whatever, that yes, that did happen. (laughs) He's like, you think you're pointing the, um, them to Thor, but you're actually pointing them to your mother. And then, mm-hmm. which I didn't catch that. Did that happen in the movie? I think it did. I don't remember that being a thing where he accidentally I... directed them to the. I always just took it as they just were raiding the place and they found her and. Maybe that's how they intended it originally, but they used it as something against mm-hmm. him this time. Because who's to say that the ones? Oh, I mean, it adds on a layer, yeah. right? Not yeah. only did you find out that your mother dies before you would get to that point, but yeah. now you found out as well. It's presumably because of you. It's your yeah. actions. You, yeah. in essence, killed your own mother. Exactly. Yeah. Which I thought was a very nice... This moment I thought was a nice parallel to Thor in Endgame. Yes. Where he... Is it Endgame or Infinity War? This might be Infinity War. Where he... Yes. Where he's talking to his mother after she's dead. Mm-hmm. Because he goes back and finds... It might have been Endgame. Whatever. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I'm pretty sure it was Infinity War. Yeah. Eat a salad once in a while. <laughs> you know? That 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 moment. We should all follow that advice. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It does it's good. It like, is... That was a nice, genuine moment where we got to see Thor 
with his mother one last time mm-hmm. and kind of have that goodbye that he never got. Yeah. Um, not so much that it's Loki getting the same treatment of saying goodbye, but him coming to terms with like his actions are affecting the people he cares about. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, assuming he believes it, because he's kind of wishwashy in this moment of this is this is fake. Where 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 is she? You you have a captive. You're you're faking this. Yeah, and then <laughs> Mobius points out that he loses a lot for being a god and being a ruler of everything, and he obviously gets a little upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... that was kind of a dig. Yeah, but also another example of him kind of really knowing Loki. Mm-hmm. He obviously has studied his file front and back, and maybe something else, mm-hmm. but at least he has that stuff memorized. The side, maybe. Yeah, the side, probably. Yeah. 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 Maybe the bottom, the top. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and Loki. I makes, don't think there's any other locations. Yeah. I think we covered them. Loki makes some references to Coulson about how he probably. Oh, because he lost a lot or something, right? Yeah. He's saying? like, he's like, yeah, the last guy who said that didn't end well for him. Yeah. And then they, he's like, oh, bringing up Coulson or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he shows him killing Coulson. Yeah. Um, Interesting note, Mm -hmm. they do not reference Coulson existing beyond Avengers. Yeah. So to me, that is confirmation that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC Mm -hmm. does not count as canon in the MCU anymore. Right. Because in that show, Coulson came back. Yeah. So the dumb cunt on Facebook who tried to argue with me (laughs) that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon. It's not. Suck it. (laughs) Kevin Feige wants you to suck it. Yeah. Long and hard. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Mobius says, do you enjoy murdering people? Which is such a weird question, but I, it's like, it's very harsh. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, we've yeah. only seen him as a villainous person who... True. You know, he took a guy's fucking eye out, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Stab somebody in the and back. Which he references. And, yes. Um, and then we learn in this, I guess, is it a flashback or is it a video that we see that Loki was D.B. Cooper? <laughs> that would be a flashback. It was a flashback, right? So this is a total, past. yeah, this is a total 180 to me because, um, we saw it in the trailer and we thought that was gonna be part of his adventures mm-hmm. with the TVA. So that yeah, was a Yeah, the trailer was very misdirect. It was a lot of misdirect because, you know, we thought it was going to be a lot of him traveling time himself mm-hmm. and, and and disrupting the timeline mm-hmm. and that being one of his capades right but yeah. it turns out that was just a a lost bet he had yeah. with thor as a as a child yeah not a child i guess well, they were young as a younger person a younger yeah. person yeah. yeah like an early 20s probably probably <laughs> you know when you do obviously 21 because he was able to drink yeah yeah of course <laughs> um so mobius tells loki that he you weren't born to be king you were born to cause pain and suffering and death, and your sole purpose is to make others better versions of themselves. What a horrible thing to it hear. It was such a sad, horrible thing. And I think that that's where this like, this episode, I know it's like a lot of like setup for like the overall arc, mm-hmm. but like I think that this is trying to speed us up, not only us, speed Loki up to us, I guess, mm-hmm. to where he's supposed to be in the sense of being more humble, I guess, being like... A, the version of him that we know. That we want to see again. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, that's got to break you down. I know. No matter, I mean, and plus he's like all about putting up a front, right? Yes. So like, whether he shows it or not, that's got to like really hurt him to be like thinking like, 
I'm just not meant to be anything more than a stepping stool for others to succeed. Yeah, exactly. I also feel like um, it's... It's kind of like, in a sense, it's his whole relationship with Thor mm-hmm. summed up, right? Yeah, exactly. The back end of Thor's success all the time. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, let's play Get Help. Hmm? Like, get help. Oh. I don't want to do get help. Oh. <laughs> oh, get help. Okay. I thought you were talking about, like, some, like, childhood game that no. you used to play. No, no, no. I guess it's one that they used to play. They used to play. <laughs> Wasn't there, like, another one that was, like, dead fish or something? Yeah, dead fish or dead snake or something. Dead fish is probably what it was. No, there I was can't... something with a fish. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah. It, doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter. yeah. Um... <laughs> get help. <laughs> I don't want to do get help. We need to watch Ragnarok again. <laughs> we do. So good. Okay. Um, so I think just before we move on from this, I think that I might have just been sold on your theory about who Mobius is based on that evaluation of who Loki is. Because I think it speaks to how someone could feel that way. We'll get into it a little bit later. The only thing that, that bothers me about my idea for who Mobius is, is I don't know where it fits in a plot of why it would be that way. You know, I don't know the motives for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can explain it for you, but we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're just a little cocktails and everybody I'm excited here. for that part. I'm really okay. excited. Okay. Um, so, and at some point, B-15, the Hunter B-15 comes in, comes to the hallway and for some reason they're complete idiots and they go out into the hallway and leave Loki alone. Yeah, with how, the controlling device. With the controller. So. What, how does that work? Who is that? Who thought that was a good idea? Has to have been an accident, right? Or was it? Yeah, true. Maybe maybe it wasn't an accident. Okay, fair point. I mean, they don't really play it off like it was questionable an accident yeah. or not, but yeah. Maybe it wasn't. That'll be a reveal later. Yeah. And then I think this point, is this point where you where we thought maybe we saw Peggy in the background? Yeah. So yeah. as soon as he we show... So basically, Hunter B-15 is like, there's been another murder yeah. of RTV agents mm-hmm. on another case. Yeah. And so now he has to go deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. Comes back. Loki's gone. And then we see Loki teleport with one of their orange little rectangle yeah. doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the background, it's blurry as fuck, but we see... A woman coming through with a TVA agent mm-hmm. and she's got like who a 50s resembles yeah. very much Peggy Carter. Very much so. Um, so it, it's debatable online whether or not that's Peggy Carter or just like an Easter egg or just a fun little nod. Yeah. yeah. But it would be kind of a fun idea that it is Peggy Carter mm-hmm. and it's some kind of tie to a plot point that maybe we'll get later on. Mm-hmm. That could be a part of the what if. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think there's one where she's, she's supposed to be in it, right? Be yeah. Captain Britain or something, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, so Loki escapes, of course, um, starts running around and finds Casey, the clerk who checked him in originally, right? Mm-hmm. That's his name, Casey. Yeah. And he threatens to gut him like a fish if he doesn't give him the tesseract. And what does he say? <laughs> What's a fish? <laughs> and then Loki's like, "Does it matter? Like, I'm gonna like." First of all, you don't know what a fish is. That's weird. But if you think about it, if he doesn't know what a fish is, he probably doesn't even know what gutting is. That's a good point. Because it sounds like they're so isolated to this little bubble of they their job that they don't know of fish. anything outside of just existing yeah. and doing their job. Yeah. 
Because I don't understand that either. So what yeah. do you people eat? Yeah. Because they obviously eat salads. Yeah. Because that's later on. There's a salad. Yeah. He's drinking like a juice box later we see. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously something he would know. So yeah. how is a fish not something they know? Are they all vegans? Are they all vegetarians? Does nobody eat meat in the TVA? Or is that guy from a society where fish don't exist? Sounds pretty fishy to me. No. And then he's a variant who's brought in and then he's never heard of a fish. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. I think we're just looking Either too far way, yeah. into yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed yeah. to be just a fun joke. A fun joke, yeah. But I feel like it does kind of make no sense. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. So Loki opens, he, uh, Casey takes him to the cart. Loki opens the cart to get the test racked out and then sees several, several infinity stones just like strewn in the top drawer. And we're like, yes. what the fuck? <laughs> he looks at him. With this, like, he has such a defeated look on his face, mm-hmm. which is probably exactly how our faces looked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another question I have, too, is how, in the beginning of the show, Casey, when he gets the Tesseract, he's like, what is this? Yeah. And then Loki's like, it's the Tesseract. It's important. Don't break it. Yeah. And he's like, it sounds dumb or something like that. He's, <laughs> did, did you catch that? He's like, it sounds stupid it or sounds it sounds dumb. dumb. Like, it, no, I want to rewatch it. He totally it. Just, like throws shades at it, and <laughs> so like, That's but great. then and then we're in this moment where he still doesn't uh, he doesn't know what a tesseract is, but technically it's the same fucking thing, yeah. as an infinity just stone. In it's box. just in a shiny box. Mm-hmm. And so that's weird to me that he does he he knows what infinity stones are and that they just don't work he's he's saying they don't work in this essentially this realm the tba yeah. mm-hmm. whatever it is wherever it is yeah but on a bigger level is it implied that they are insignificant power compared to what the tva is mm-hmm. it seems that way the way i took this and i've kind of changed my attitude since the second episode but the first one after watching it I was like, so we spent a decade learning about these stones and how great they are and how mm-hmm. they created the entire fucking cosmic universe. Yep. And now we're being told they're really nothing. They're just kind of toys. Yeah. That don't matter. And there's something bigger out there. Yeah. Which is presumably the timekeepers. Yeah. I just don't buy that because yeah. like I, I, I think they don't work in this realm for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I think you know, I think in the comics it was the Infinity Stones were they only worked in their specific universe. I think there was even a comic run where uh they they worked with D C and um Darkseid mm-hmm. shows up in the Marvel universe oh, okay. for the stones. He gets them, he gets the gauntlet. It doesn't work in And it universe. doesn't work for him because it's not from his <laughs> universe. <Bummer. laughs> what a waste of time. That's crazy. I, I don't think I knew that. But, um, yeah, even if the cases that they are super, super important where they're from, they don't work here. And Casey's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we got a ton of those. Everybody, like, some of the guys use them as paperweights. Yeah. And Loki's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but what makes me think that they do exist is because... Or that they they, they are, are the source of like the biggest power is yeah. because not that there isn't bigger power but like that they are still significant is we have the Eternals coming up it's implied that they were created by the Celestials who are deemed the most powerful as far as we know uh-huh. and the creators of everything right yes so if this is to be true 
about the sacred timeline mm -hmm. and these stones are insignificant to everything that the timekeepers exist for, then that means the celestials, the eternals, all of that who supposedly created fucking humanity on Earth and other planets, mm -hmm. presumably, yeah. are not real. Like, that, that didn't so happen. So I just had a thought. Uh, do you remember back in Doctor Strange when the Ancient Ones showing us the like situation with the, with the Infinity Stones and how if you remove one? Well, that was an endgame. Right? With Hulk? You talking about? With Hulk? Oh, sorry, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, She's on the rooftop. Point, it's yeah, like the they rooftop. go back to the time yes. of the Avengers 1 yes, movie. Yeah, yes, okay. Okay. Um, so. Actually. It, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Um, my point was the ancient one and her little demonstration of if you remove one stone, then the timeline goes blah de blah So what if the reason they have so many fucking infinity stones is that every branch that they fix there's a stone that potentially caused that or was involved in that branch that new okay variant timeline that so they now have to take it out extra that they take it out oh, okay and now they just have a bunch of trash so because those are from timelines that were deleted yes that's why they are yes. like they they don't work now yeah okay and you could also kind of just see it as like this symbolic moment of marvel saying to the audience we're in a new chapter. We're moving yes. forward. We're moving past the Infinity Stones. And so they are being locked away yeah. in a in a chest now. And also at the same time, or it's desk, them telling it us, as as Loki says, is this the greatest power in the universe? Because And he's questioning yeah, that. Yeah, be, because it's he's talking because seeing how useless the stones look mm -hmm. where they are. He's realizing maybe there there's something even more powerful than those, which mm -hmm. would be either the Time Lords or whatever's going on with this TVA situation. Yes. So realizing, I think that's probably the point that, that's my assumption on what Disney's point was, was to make us realize those were very powerful, but now we're in the big leagues. That's, but it does still kind okay. of. It's still crazy to think that something can be more powerful than what happened in the previous yes. phases. Yes. But I guess, okay, for me, it's like. Who created the timekeepers? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I know you don't know. <laughs> I, I know you don't know. Okay, there was a long it's pause rhetorical. and I was like, I don't, I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> answer my fucking question or we're not moving on. <laughs> there was a long enough pause that I was like, am I supposed to have my fucking answer to that? Because yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, it just, it, to me, it's like, um, again, the Infinity Stones were like this thing that was, to me... Maybe I'm wrong on this. I, yeah. I felt like it was kind of narrated throughout the decade that they were what kind of created everything. Yeah. You know, the, each one represented some form of the life mm -hmm. and, and existence. Yeah. Um, and so if there's something above that, then like, well, who, what, what or who created them? Mm -hmm. why, how do the timekeepers exist? And why are they in control of what is and isn't allowed? Yeah. Did they come after this multiversal war? Or did they exist before? Did, were they just like, you know what? Um, I think they were just... The world's in... Or the, the, everything's in shambles. Maybe yeah. we'll just be like... Uh, uh, we're in charge now. <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> okay, yeah. But we'll get into that later when we talk about the Time Lords and the TVA. Let's, get, let's dig into that. Okay. But for now, let's finish this plot. Okay. Um, okay. Of episode one. Of episode one. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to pick it up a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
So this episode was supposed to be an hour and a half. Oh. And we're at an hour and a half. Shit. For just half of it. Okay. I love it. Okay. It's just how we are. Um, well, we're variants. You can't yeah. really expect us to <laughs> yeah. to follow the, the yeah. secret timeline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, HB15 shows up and finds Loki, disintegrates the desk with her fancy wand Which situation. is another representation that the stones are insignificant. Because, yeah, because they all disintegrate you know, with it. Supposedly Thanos snapped them in, out of existence and mm-hmm. they're just like atoms at this point. Mm-hmm. And like that fucked him up, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's using her little fucking wand yeah. and she's just fucking disintegrating them. Yeah. With one swing. Yep. So Loki escapes back to the interview room because he's now like questioning everything that's happened up until this point because he's starting to believe that it's possible that this sacred time stream could mm-hmm. be a thing that actually he should respect and probably want to control. Because knowing Loki, he wants well, to be in part. What he of it. does is he kind of sits down and he and he starts going through those clips, mm-hmm. right? Yes. He's in this room by himself. Mobius yep. is gone, presumably looking for him, and he just goes through these clips. And mm-hmm. of course, he goes through everything. He sees his mother again, and mm-hmm. you could tell he has this moment where he's just defeated in the idea that she's dead. Mm-hmm. Okay, he sees a moment with his father. Right after that, where mm-hmm. his it's from at Ragnarok, where his father says Odinson acknowledges both of them as his sons. He says, "I love you, my sons," mm-hmm. and you kind of see him perk up, like finally get that acknowledgement, and that recognition, and mm-hmm. that like acceptance from yes. Odin that he is his son. Which yes. you kind of know he he resented and, and like struggled with the idea that he was not really welcome, accepted. Yeah. And then we jump to him and Thor in the moment from Ragnarok at the end of the movie where Thor says that he thinks the world of him. Mm-hmm. And he would hug him if he was there. And then Loki's like, well, what if I am here? And yeah. then he throws the butter fucking rock or whatever yeah. it is. And <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, representation that he is there. Yeah. You know, their relationship has really, like, bonded. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, represents... His whole family, mm-hmm. he's seen his entire family that he grew up with and felt like he was not accepted and he was mm-hmm. just like this outcast. Yes. And he's seen that he's built these relationships with these people and that like maybe there is more to life than what he was. Than mischief. Yeah. <laughs> and ruling, I guess. But then after all of these roller coaster of emotions we get, what do we get for Loki? The last clip yeah. of Thanos choking him to death. Yeah. we That's got to be fucked up to see yeah, your own to death. to watch your own death. And to, like, know it's real. Yeah. And then that's, I think, where HB15 comes in. Yep. And she's like, what's... He's giggling, or like, not giggling, but he's just like chuckling to himself whenever she shows up. Mm. She's like, what's so funny? She's obviously pissed. And he just says, glorious purpose. Mm-hmm. Like he's Hence the title of the episode. Yep. He realizes that it seems like a lot of stuff was, maybe was predetermined or at least orchestrated by someone else mm-hmm. and not himself. So his whole idea of having, being burdened with glorious purpose was kind of a joke, it seems. Unless it was a purpose that wasn't for him, I guess. I kind of took it as he now has a new glorious purpose. I mean, okay. I guess that's a good point. Now, he's seen that he dies. He mm-hmm. sees what, what his, his goal was. Mm-hmm. Obviously has a shitty ending. Yeah. 
Okay, so to me it was now he's inspired, he's motivated again to find a new purpose Mm -hmm. in this existence. Yeah. And to me that's what his goal now is as far as the timekeepers, meeting with them, whatever his goal is beyond that, presumably it's to take over. Yeah. And to rule secretly or just openly, I don't know. Yeah. But... It's, that's what it seems like because he kind of changes his attitude. He has a little tuffle with her, right, after yeah. this moment. Yeah, he gets, somehow and, gets the collar on her. and mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. he's got that device. So yeah. He's probably able to unlock it on himself and yeah. he gets it on her. And we have this fun little moment where yeah. he's like fucking around <laughs> like with it because he's, he's playing her. with it. Yeah. And she's, she's like, like, stop that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, stop that. Yeah. Stop that. Stop and, that. And then she's teleported elsewhere. Yeah. And yes. then we like, get like the fun little like call back to... Uh, Casey being like, he he threatened me with a fish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Completely a game of telephone. Like yeah, not yeah. at all the context of what happened. Yeah. Uh, and then we go back, you know, and Mobius has one of the wands, and mm-hmm. he shows up, and yeah. he's like, "It's over, Loki," or something yeah. like that. And obviously, more cautious because of what Loki's capable of with right. this moment and having full independence of his abilities now. Yes. Well, not powers, but... Yeah, yeah. So he realizes that he can't go back to his own timeline. That mm-hmm. it's not possible. And then he starts to kind of open up to Mobius and says... Yes. He doesn't like hurting people. He has to. It's a part of the... When you said it was a part... Part of the illusion. Yes. Which I don't like get, but I guess if the idea is you're your god presence is supposed to be this i guess that's what he's saying yeah so earlier in the pre- the previous time that he was in the room he was talking shit to mobius and said all of this stuff to him about the tva he was like oh i understand what this is now mm-hmm. it's a cruel elaborate trick conjured by the weak to inspire fear mm-hmm. a desperate play for control mm-hmm. and then at this point i think that's where he does the whole clown comment yes too. yes and so then this is exactly is when he repeats all of that back to morbius but is talking about himself this time mm-hmm. so it's he's revealing that i was basically just putting on a front because i was trying to be a badass and it's just how i've always been but he doesn't like he doesn't want to necessarily be that way whether that's true or he's just playing into a new ulterior motive yeah remains to be seen well yeah we'll find yeah. out yeah, I, that's kind of my question I have is, do you think that he's being sincere or do you think he realized, hence the glorious purpose that he yeah. may have now after realizing that he needs to change his tactics? Yeah. Do you think he's trying to play the part, kind of, I guess, being who he is It feels as far as the god of mischief and, yeah. and tricks and blah, 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 to get in on the... TVA and to be on their their good side yeah. and, and try and get into the timekeepers yeah. at some point. Yeah, it feels very earnest to me, but it is Loki, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet money but they on could, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they could be doing this whole thing for the audience where yeah. we like are just sold on Loki's yeah. just making this whole change to mm-hmm. the, the Loki we want to see. Yeah, and then pull the rug out from under us, and he's he he was pulling a fucking trick the whole time. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I do not think this series is ending with a bow tie. Of, no, not at all. Of 
solving the problem, which is the variant or whatever. Yeah. Or him having a happy ending. I think it's going to be, he makes another bad decision. Hence, your role is to fail for others to succeed. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, he has offered the chance to uh, help them stop a variant. And it's revealed, Mogus reveals, he's like, well, why would you possibly need me? Or whatever about it. Well, he kind of guess. He's like, let me guess. You need me to help stop. You need me to help. But he didn't understand why they needed him. Mm-hmm. He's like, the variant is a, is, a, is a Loki. So that's... We need to help you stop you or something like that. You stop another version of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's supposed to be the oh shit moment. But like, I think everybody realized that from the trailers. I, I, yeah, it was kind of... Yeah. <laughs> it felt like obvious that it was going to be a Loki, right? Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, Maybe or somebody out there was like, what? Yeah. But it was yeah. definitely not us. Yeah. So then we go to uh, 1858 in somewhere in Oklahoma. And the variant kills some more Minutemen and steals another reset device. This time, the variant. It's clear that they're setting a trap. They, like, light the gasoline on fire or whatever. Because yeah. there's, like, oil on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny that they have all these powers and tech mm-hmm. and stuff. But, like, fire is their, like... Yeah. Ah! kryptonite yeah exactly get some fucking fire retardant clothing yeah idiots (laughs) okay we finally made it to the end of episode one (laughs) all right so leading into episode two it's called the variant Mm -hmm. hence the ending of episode one where we realize that this variant that they are chasing is a loki Mm -hmm. counterpart to our protagonist Mm -hmm. loki yes Starts out in what, 1985, Wisconsin, at this. At a Ren Fair type a, a situation. LARP? Is that what they call them? LARPs? Uh, yeah, a Ren Fair a is like LARP a, a form of a LARP, yeah. They, they're all like medieval yeah, lifestyle. They to, that, they're all go, in a, a character. And exactly. You, can't, you go you dressed pretend. up as someone who would live in that time. And yeah. You're supposed to be like immer- immersed? Submer- yeah. Yeah, immersed. <laughs> submerged? Not submerged. That would be submerged. underwater. <laughs> Immersed in the You have to be submerged in the acting. underwater uh, renaissance? Yes. <laughs> um, Ye old Atlantis? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, so the Minutemen squad shows up to this place and they are, of course, attacked by the variant in a tent. And we I mean, have, it seems like it was a setup. It they seems were, they absolutely, were lured there. Yeah. They were to definitely. This big Coliseum tent thingy. Mm-hmm. With, and. With what presumably is a male Loki, which sounds very much like Tom Hiddleston. Yes. And this, the music, uh, the, the song I Need a Hero is playing throughout this whole sequence. Yeah, it starts of, uh, ramping up and, yeah, and yeah. you see uh, this variant of Loki mm-hmm. mind controlling, I guess, or just taking and, over their body. It seems like they are... It's like possession or yeah, something. like they yeah. are in their body. Yes. And then they're doing whatever they want. Basically, she's... Basically, the variant takes over one of the Minutemen, yes, which is a woman, yes. and then takes out all the other ones, yes, and then kidnaps her. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So the variant, yeah. Then they they steal along with all the tech, and, a bunch of the tech, and yes. like a time door or whatever the fuck yes. you want to call that thing, the portal creator. That's just to show us what's going on. Still, the this mm-hmm. Loki variant is on on a fucking attack spree right so we're back to the our loki at the tva and he's taking some like quizzes from miss minute the little animated character Mm -hmm. not animated but yeah i guess it's animated but it seems to be like real also 
That was very confusing to me. Yeah. And they, they kind of like touch upon that with him Where questioning. Like, like, so like are you real <laughs> or are you just a recording? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like a little bit of both, which like yeah. does not answer the question. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. And then he like tries to swat her with a paper or a magazine or whatever, and she like moves around, whatever. Mm. It's very interesting how they do that. Um, Basically, it's the question they give us is like, what is a Nexus event? And mm-hmm. it, I feel like those are things that they're kind of doing for like the audience they're to hinting. kind of refresh at like the rules of what they have to follow and mm-hmm. like follow along with them and stuff yes kind of training them to, to understand yes exactly the plot a little bit more yes so we, uh, of course we're either tra- uh, taught or reminded that the uh, nexus event passing the red line means that it can no longer be reset it's it's out of control yeah at this which, point which they, causes, can't, they can't stop it they which eventually causes the destruction of the timeline. This presumably so that presumably means nothing has ever crossed the red threshold ever before. It seems, if it can't go back from it, that means nothing's ever happened yes. in that capacity. It seems that way. Yes. Assuming the sacred timeline is real. Yes. And current. Yeah. Um, and then Morbius says there's been another attack, and Loki gets a cool jacket to be part of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does not have his control collar on anymore. So he's gained some amount mm-hmm. of trust. And this is the mission I was talking about earlier yes. where it's like he doesn't have his collar, but he doesn't have his powers. Mm-hmm. He asks for his powers. I'm like, no. Yeah. So my question is, in the later mission in which he does use magic, does he have a different jacket on? Or is it the same jacket? No. It's the same. Oh, okay. Or no. He's wearing like a suit. He's wearing a all? suit, right? So I wonder no, if... No, he's got his jacket on. Oh, okay. I was thinking, I wonder if the jacket had something He's got like a suit and then the jacket. Okay. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a theory that Not to be in. mistaken for a suit jacket. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're having a meeting. So HB15 says that they're going after a Loki variant and they're not sure what kind. And Loki states the lesser kind, to be clear. <laughs> He's still up to his old... I love... I feel like they've gone spot on with the humor in Absolutely. this episode. Yeah. And he's always emphasizing how he's... He's the better The one. better yeah. Loki out of any. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just it it really fits his character, and I think this yeah. kind of portrays him a little bit better as the Loki we know from the earlier films versus mm-hmm. the more humble one we see, which I thought he was kind of last episode, but that could all just be manipulation. Right, right. Um, I want to point out though, the very fact that they're showing different variations of Loki mm-hmm. to me tells me it's impossible that there is a sacred timeline in existence yeah because otherwise there wouldn't be other variations of loki well uh, unless they were taken out of other nexus events well okay they be- okay but the, they show different versions that look just very much like him with a different yeah. like, outfit right, right. Mm-hmm. but then there's one that's like a giant ogre yeah version of loki yes it couldn't be that like he existed as a person, Loki, and then something happened in a timeline and then he turned into an ogre. Like, it would have to be, like, Couldn't... he was born a, a Loki ogre. Or... And then that means that he's existed this whole time. Or, hear me out, what if he just exposed himself to gamma radiation like the Hulk? I guess you're right. So that could have been the thing that caused the Nexus event. And they were like, nope, that can't happen. You know? Just saying. Okay. So you're being serious. You weren't even making a joke. I was not making a joke. Okay. I thought you were just trying to make a joke. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Is it ridiculous? I am taking your idea very seriously then. <laughs> Not laughing your ass off at it? Okay. No. 
Well, I mean, I feel like that's a possibility. I don't know. To okay. me, this I, is another example that the it kind of falls back to the TVA may just be a propaganda thing. Mm-hmm. The multiverse, in my opinion, probably exists. And the sacred timeline is a religious fucking Moment. crusade yeah. uh, message that of what they want. Yes. And they're trying to make it what they want, but it's not technically yeah. what it is yet. Yeah. Because, again, like I said, going to like the briefcase thing, like, well, how does... Look, you even get the test reactive. Everything's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Then there should be no room for that. Yeah. Same thing here. How are there variations then if everything's going according to plan to the sacred timeline? Then there wouldn't be variations that they have to eliminate. Mm-hmm. So that fact that there's so many to me implies that there is no sacred timeline that's supposed to exist. And they're just... They're just grooming it. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see that for sure. Good. Great. Grand. Grand. <laughs> So Mobius starts to give the rundown on the variants in the past, like we just discussed, and mm-hmm. then also uh, talking about the sense of powers that could be used by. Yeah, you said the most the most generally used shape shifting, mm-hmm. illusion projection, and then he was going to say his favorite. Mm-hmm. He gets cut off by Loki to correct him that illusion projection is not the same thing as duplication casting, which is what he deems yeah. what they do. Yes. So he goes into like the very, very technical. Yeah, a very part. nerdy. Yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not going to even try and explain. No. But the basic gist I got out of it was one was one that you do based off your surrounding and ones that you do from within your own. Yes. Body. Yes. That was what I understood as well. Okay. Yeah. So he also pointed out right after that, he's like, but you already but knew you that, already right? Knew and that. he said it very snarky, like. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. Kind of implying like you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Which I think will play into later on this variant and what we uh, seem to know about the variant according mm-hmm. to the TVA. Yes. Um, and then at this point, Loki asks for a weapon or powers back like you mentioned earlier. And Mobius says, we know you would betray us. And how would that help you get closer to the timekeepers? <laughs> which in a sense is Mobius manipulating Loki. Exactly. Into helping him. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Dangling something that he wants in yeah. front of him to get him to behave. Because Loki makes the face. He's like, oh, that's a good point. You know? Like- yeah. <laughs> um, so then we, they, this group goes to the crime scene in Wisconsin 1985 at the Ren Fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, Loki is helping them investigate the inside of this like tent situation. And he starts to give off this story of, well, it looks like the variant is setting up a trap for you guys outside everyone's in mm-hmm. danger blah 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 the timekeepers are in danger i need to speak to them immediately yes really trying to ma- manipulate yeah. this uh moment to get what he wants and yeah. there's a moment where everything's quiet well hunter b15 is like this is bullshit this yeah. is all him just wasting our time we need to get like on this case yeah and then mobius takes a moment and he goes He's lying. There's nobody out there. Yeah. We're fine. Because it's like, right? Like, he's he's like, maybe maybe I'm going to believe you. And then as soon as he says mm. that I need to speak with the timekeepers yeah. immediately, it's like, okay, no. Well, Loki had this whole, like, uh, story that he was kind of like, yes. it, it's kind of what fueled his, like, well, maybe he's... The wolf's teeth are sharp, yeah. but the ears are sharper or something yeah. like Basically, that. Basically, yeah. the whole story about him and Asgard and how he uses ears a lot to yeah. to pry on the people who yeah. who didn't really believe in his powers or whatever. Right, yeah. He was ear hustling. Yes. Yeah. Ear hustling. <laughs> You've said that before. Yeah, I yeah. like it. It's probably one of my favorites. 
And um, Mobius comes back with him yeah. on this. And he says, you know, after he calls him a liar, he says he's lying. And then he kind of leans into him and he goes, and he says something like, uh, my ears are sharp too. Yeah. To Loki. Yeah. You but, almost had me there. Or something yeah, like you that. almost yeah. had me there. Yeah. Uh, but my ears are sharp too. Mm-hmm. Uh, which another example another of where I'm going to go with the, this <laughs> situation. Here. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So, so I hope everyone's taking notes. Yeah. How many times? How many, many examples I've had? <laughs> um, so then back at the TVA, Morbius meets with Ravana again in her office, though, not at the bench mm. or whatever. And uh, you'll notice that she's always set up to be sitting right in front of the statue that looks like Kang. Yes, that's that's something I've, I was. It could just be a coincidence, like that's just the order of the three timekeepers, yeah. because he's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know it's Kang, but whatever. Yeah, we're, we're it's name possible. placing him as Kang. Yes, timekeeper two, we'll say. Yeah, or Kang. Yeah, and she's always in front of him. Which to me is some kind of symbolism and I think we're going to get into at mm-hmm. some point through this series. Um, I hope Kang doesn't turn into the fucking Mephisto of this series. <laughs> well, I'm going to get into that. Okay. I, I have ideas on where I think they could go with the character if he is involved. Okay. Um, yeah, and so then Ravana talks about how Loki is insubordinate, stubborn, unpredictable. Like someone else she knows? <laughs> Who was she implying? <laughs> Mobius. Obviously Mobius, who he goes to put down his glass and she's like, Mobius, <laughs> like immediately. Use a coaster. Yeah, he's like, he looks at it, he's like, there's already rings here. He's like, those are all from you. Like, no, use a fucking coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, more evidence. Yeah. Basically, he was there to like f- fill out paperwork or sign something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was for the, a review of yeah. the mission because mm-hmm. it apparently didn't because go it, well. Because it quote unquote failed because... Yeah. So basically, he was like maybe being reprimanded for it. Possibly. Just um, to check in with his little like side yeah. plans. He made a comment too, and I wasn't sure if he was sarcastic or not. He said something along the lines of like, oh, how the timekeepers. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, well, you know how they are. And he's like, oh, well, actually, I've never met them. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know if he was like kind of manipulative trying to get like, can I come meet them at some point? Or mm-hmm. if he was like sincerely like oh i have no idea because he then says like i don't know if i really want to yeah because uh one of them she kind of cuts him off but it sounds like she was gonna he was gonna say something like is like intimidating or or like oh, uh, okay i don't know it, it yeah i got the vibe like he was gonna go the the route of they're scary yes and maybe that was an implication of kang's yeah potentially being possible Kang. kang's yeah, yeah exactly and then this is where morbius is telling her i'm using the Loki variant to understand the wanted variant because mm-hmm. even if the Loki variant that we're using doesn't help us actively, everything he does is teaching yeah. us how the other one might act. He might not actively, but indirectly he's doing it. Yes. Because he's showing them what he would do Yeah, in a situation. But yeah. at the same time, he does say that it's possible that the Loki variant has changed because he says some people, sometimes people will change, have a change in purpose. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you want to, maybe he wants to change it up. Sometimes you get tired of playing the same part. Which is, which I think says a lot about him. Yeah, it does. How long was he in the TVA for again? Oh, I don't know. Did he say? He didn't. He kind of brushed he that said off. Something, there's these things like, I don't know, time passes differently here. Mm-hmm. He says that a lot, I think. Yeah. Uh, just keep that in mind. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like he's been there a long time. Exactly. Might want to change it up a bit. Yeah. 
Okay, so then in response to this, Ravana says, not unless the timekeepers decree it, implying that the timekeepers are the only ones that get to say who does what. Which, again, we've established doesn't seem... Yeah, and that contradicts the entire concept of they are just directing the flow of time to what's supposed to happen. Yeah. That that line says they decide what exactly. happens. Not what... They are just narrating what's supposed to happen. Yeah. They're not like viewers just making sure it goes you know down the same stream it's supposed to it sounds like they're digging the canals that they want for the time it definitely that definitely supports that argument um so then she has him sign basically the report and he's he's using this pen that's from franklin roosevelt high school Mm -hmm. and at first i was like holy shit is this going to be like a tie to spider-man for some reason in my head i was like that's where peter parker goes to school it is not not. i looked it up (laughs) yeah uh, I can't tell what this is. It doesn't seem to have any relevance as far as I can tell in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. It could uh, be one of those things where it's like, this person that wrote this comic it went to that place. You know? Yeah. There was like something that was like tied to a reference to Roosevelt in something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, there was no significant. We can't find a concrete. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? But the fact that they pointed this out as like something that he observes makes me think it's going to be important at a later date. That's entirely possible. And he also referenced like, oh, I don't remember getting this one or whatever, getting this. Because she, she keeps basically a item from every case that is solved yeah. or taken Which care of. Which is a little creepy if you think yeah. about it. It's like a serial killer. Can exactly. Kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's like, oh, I don't remember this one. And she like referenced like, well, you're not the only, whatever, you're not the only person I have on staff or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of could like allude to like maybe there's somebody behind the scenes that he doesn't know about that's having some kind of impact on things. That's true. Or maybe it's just her doing things secretly mm-hmm. yeah. herself. That's entirely possible. Because... We do see her grab her little stick dilly bob later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she says, timekeepers are monitoring everything in every little aspect of this case, specifically involving Loki. Yeah. And the time trying to get this Loki variant. Yeah. That's making trouble. Right. So that tells me that they are scared about what, assuming they're real, mm-hmm. they're scared about what this Loki is capable of. Absolutely. But also by the logic of everything... Wouldn't they know what this Loki would be doing based off time? And if they know where it's all supposed to head and all that, they would know. No, they don't know because it's a variant. And variants' timelines no longer exist. They're living outside of their appropriate timeline. So that's why variants are considered dangerous. Because they can't predict what they're going to do. I just realized that right now. But they would still know... What those timelines were, right? Yeah. If that variant had continued on their veered off timeline, they know what would have happened. But if that variant's not in that timeline anymore because it doesn't exist, that variant's now floating around space time doing what the fuck they want. Okay. All right. So, I'll give you that for now. Yeah. For now, huh? Yeah. Okay. I might I might strike back at a okay. later episode. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> um, so they, they end this meeting with Mobius saying he will delete Loki himself if needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of see the pressure on him now. He, yeah. He t- completely flipped mm-hmm. a switch after this meeting. Mm-hmm. He he comes out of that room. As soon as he says that, he comes out. Loki pops up. He goes, oh, I just uh, just want to clear the air that I was doing yeah. a, a test on you guys. Yeah. And yeah. trying to like cover his tracks that yeah. he was not trying to manipulate anything. Right. Even though he totally was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they kind of get into it. They get into this argument. Yeah. And it kind of tit for tat of... 
uh, who's manipulating who, and then mean things are said to each other. Yes. I think Mobius called him a scary little boy, mm-hmm. and that uh, he's only here to help with the case, and he doesn't care who he is, and blah, 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 which mm-hmm. is a com- complete 180 from what his, like, attitude was yes, toward him during the interview in episode reverent. one yeah it felt like he cared about him and he was interested in him now it's just like you're in my way you're not helping yeah do the job or you're gone he mobius just did what ridley does <laughs> he got in trouble ridley is so our cat that, so anybody okay. who's like or our flurkin yeah we may have a flurkin. We, we are variants if anyone was a flurkin it would be her uh, so he got in trouble, so then he just took it out on Loki. Even though Loki mm-hmm. didn't necessarily do anything, he wasn't expecting him to mm-hmm. do. But you could argue that he got in trouble because of Loki, so therefore, in a way, he is taking it out correctly on the right person. True. However, he t- professed to be such an expert on Loki, so he had to know that Loki was going to try to be- betray him. Mm-hmm. You can't not. But in the moment, he did know. Yes, he, wasn't, he did. He didn't yeah. fall for anything. Yeah, so he knew that was going to happen. I'm actually not even sure why it was considered a failure for the mission, to be honest. Because, like, what was a failure? You showed up to the crime scene that you, nothing, you didn't know was going to happen until it happened. The failure was that they so didn't what find... Failed? They thought they were going to go find uh, the the variant Loki that was doing the murder. Well, but if you have that attitude for every fucking mission, then you're always failing. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably fail a lot then. <laughs> it's like... It's like you know, someone's boss being like, oh, you failed to show up to work just because you didn't fucking go to work that day. It's like, really? Come yeah. on now. Yeah. You failed to show up to work. <laughs> um, if okay. you have that expectation every time, then, you know. Yeah. So, um, Mobius gives Loki this task to review all the files. Um, the Loki variant files. Very, yeah. Specific to the Loki variant that yes. they're hunting. Yes. To be clear. Um, to see if he can find anything that pops out at him with his perspective. Yes. And Loki, of course, is like, nah, I'm going to look at everything that I want to look at <laughs> instead. <laughs> well, he says, okay. And then yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah. he's like, I would like everything, everything. on the creation of the, the timekeepers. Yeah. And she's like, no. That's classified. Classified. And he's <laughs> like, okay, the creation Be- of time. Beginning of time. Classified. The end, end of, of time. time. Classified. classified. What can I have? The only thing she gives him is his file. <laughs> yeah. Which this is kind of where it got, got me confused. If that's the only thing he can have, then does that mean he can't have the files on the variants of himself? No. Or is that all implied in the same file? I think... Is his name... Because it was his name on the file. Mm-hmm. And like his like whatever variant number. Yeah. So is it implied that contains... All of the variations of him? No. That's only him. That's his so variant number. So where did he get the files for the other The other variants? ones are already checked out. So obviously she can't give them to him. Oh, were they? Well, yeah, because didn't he have them? Didn't um, Morbius, Morbius give them? Nope, Mobius. Did like he ever give them to him? I thought he gave them to him. Okay, so he just never looked at them. I think so. Because all he looks at is his own file. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets to the, the epiphany of his yeah. raging clue. Raging clue. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, my guess, I thought that the files were already checked out and that Mobius gave them to him to look at. Okay. So Mobius, Mobius may have access, could get them, but yes. he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to get in check sense on be able to have gotten. Yes, them. yeah, that was my interpretation. Unless it's just because they weren't there, like you said earlier. That's possible. Okay. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. Either way, yeah. 
<laughs> so anyway, Loki starts reading his own file. I mean, it is called dissecting this yeah, fiction. Yeah, we're dissecting it into tiny, tiny, tiny little pieces. <laughs> so the he starts focusing on the files that talk about the destruction of Asgard, which says 9,719 people. And it says entire civilization annihilated. This makes me confused mm-hmm. because... This contradicts what actually we see in Ragnarok. Yeah. Because half of their population got off the planet, Mm -hmm. and then half of that was killed by Thanos. Yeah. So, therefore, a quarter of the population still lives, survived, and went to Earth. Mm -hmm. Some coastal, East Coast. Yeah, like like Maine or something like that. Seafood. Seafood. Heavy. Area, <laughs> yeah. Well, like because they, they kind of. I want to say like I want to say said like was it like Maryland something like Maryland that? or Maine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. They made an effort to like let you know that they, they're like fishermen now. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I took from it. Yeah, it I definitely. It definitely seemed like a coastal fishing village situation mm-hmm. that they were in. So the fact that the civilization was annihilated or that that statement is a little weird. I agree. I think it's incorrect. Unless it's just... Unless the argument is the civilization is, like, just their culture... Maybe. ...was annihilated. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't represent people specifically. Yeah. Maybe. But well, even if all of the people did die, Thor isn't dead. Yeah. So how do you explain that? Yeah. And according to them, what's what happened with the events of Endgame was supposed to happen, mm-hmm. which means they know Thor is there. Yeah. Because they would have been keeping tabs on that. Exactly. So that kind of makes that seem like, well, they are manipulating files. Oh. For whatever reason. That's a good point. Maybe they're just considering everyone that went to Earth now of Midgard and they're not Asgardian anymore. I guess. I presumably their culture changed. Yeah. They assimilated to to Earth's right. cultures. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. It just feels weird that they would Describe it as nobody survived. Yes. I mean, I guess Loki doesn't count because he's not in that time yet. Mm-hmm. But even then, he did survive. Yeah, exactly. How else would they explain having the footage of Thanos killing him? Yeah. Makes, yeah, definitely. So then we see the part on the paper that says zero, zero energy, no, zero variance energy detected. And this is where Loki seems to get an idea. And he goes to talk to Mobius. And he's, uh, Mobius acknowledges the destruction of Asgard and most of its people. So he has it right. Automatically contradicting yeah. the file. Yeah. And if he knows everything about Loki from the file, then he would know that that would have said that there was no survivors. So civilization must just mean something different than what we think. Maybe it just means the, the whole bit, like the whole... Planet the idea of Asgard or, itself yeah, is gone. Yeah, Asgard but itself is it's gone. It's people, maybe. But some people escaped and immigrated somewhere else. So they can be refugees. They just yeah. don't count as Asgardians anymore. Yeah, apparently. That's dumb. But maybe that's what it is. It's just terminology difference. Um, or they just really fucked up. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Or it's a highlight of some kind of censorship within the TVA's files. Yeah. And then the, the typical Loki thing. Where he's like, yes, very sad. Anyways. <laughs> Which, when he saw that, you yeah, could tell you could he was like, hurt. Like, his I, eyes I were, his eye were a little watery. It seemed that way to me. It, it felt like he was impacted by mm-hmm. reading that nobody survives. Yeah. 
But since he, I, he honestly. So that could just be a front. He's going like, oh, whatever. But yeah. the point is. Yeah. Uh, it's also possible that he had it, this idea, this raging clue. Mm-hmm. That now he's like overcome by interest in this subject that he's not thinking about how sad it was anymore. So maybe that's what it is. Okay. So he has a short attention span. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's a trickster. Okay. Yeah. So you're correlating tricksters to short attention spans. I don't know. I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I think I get so much hate mail now. Yeah. Um, he explains his idea to Mobius that the variant could be hiding in destructive events or apocalypses because nothing they do there is going to matter. It's not going to impact the yeah, timeline because it's is, going to not exist. Yeah, which is totally obvious. And I don't know why anybody would have thought. Is it obvious? I mean, I get it. I mean, yeah, it's obvious like, in retrospect. It's yeah, obvious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, like you makes, wouldn't have thought of that. No, I'm, I'm not saying I would have thought of it. I'm saying it's obvious in retrospect. Like it makes total sense. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, that uh, like nothing could affect and nothing you do could affect anything because it's all going to be destroyed and everyone's going to die anyway. So yeah, it makes perfect sense and yeah. like it's like genius if you yeah, think about absolutely. it. Absolutely. So um, Mobius is like kind of biting and he's like, oh, this is a really interesting idea. We can go test it. So they have to find a perfect, a destructive event to go test this theory so they can't fuck something up. So mm-hmm. then they choose Pompeii. Which you see in the trailers yes. too, and so yes. like again another context that you don't get from that trailer, yeah. and you're like, okay, so he now I get it. He's just coming here to test this theory, yes, and it's not something that he's done that's directly going to impact society, right? And now the whole pose with his arms up <laughs> makes total sense. I kind of like the idea that he was responsible for the volcano yeah. erupting, like something he accidentally did. Yeah, like, he like knocked something over, and then it just caused Pompeii to erupt. <laughs> Like he just kicks a rock, yeah, yeah. at the bottom it. of the volcano, yep, and then the volcano is just like, yep. So then, of course, Mobius is trying to be all careful. He's like, "Do you need bird sounds? We can do something." And then he has this little like variance energy detector, <laughs> and he's like, "So uh, Loki's like, no, this is bullshit." So he like runs over and like lets he doesn't a bunch even of say that. Out. He just looks at him like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah, me? no, I know he doesn't. And really then he say just that. runs over and just starts being yeah, like, like a maniac. Yeah, he's like yelling. He's speaking in Italian to all these people and and like screaming about oh like nothing that i say matters because you're gonna you're all mm. about to die and these people are like the what the fuck yeah he like lets the goats out my fellow horned whatever companion whatever the fuck he says yes. and then um like he's everyone's kind of like staring at him like a little worried and then he's like i know because i'm from the future and then mm. then you see a guy go oh he's crazy okay mm. now we're fine him and walks yeah. away yeah what i don't understand though is nobody's questioning what he's dressed like I know that nobody has any care about what he looks like, Mm. how he's dressed, or what he's doing. They're just kind of like, this is weird. Or the fact that he says, the volcano is going to erupt, we're all going to die. Yeah. Not one person panics. Yeah. No one. No. They're all just like, this is weird. Why is this guy yelling? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they don't know what volcanoes are yet. Maybe this was like the first introduction to volcanoes in the world. That's possible. I wonder how long it took him. To Someone look- was like, oh, that's what that does. <laughs> oh, okay. We should probably strategize where we live a little bit better now. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Tom Hiddleston spoke Italian already or if he had to practice that whole thing and just like memorize it all. Because that seems like it'd be hard. That's possible. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and then he goes, he goes like, uh, I know because I'm from the future. And then he's like, we are from the future, right? The TVA's from the future. It's really kind of, it's kind of unclear. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I like that because, yeah. again, it, it brings this perspective of, like, what is the TVA? Mm-hmm. Where is it? When is it? Yeah. We don't really know these things. Even yeah. Loki's saying, like, I yeah. don't actually really I actually know. No I don't, where... I'm sure where, yeah. where it's considered. Yeah. Well, isn't there somewhere else that's referenced as somewhere being outside of space and time? Uh, the quantum realm. Oh. Okay, so that's not right, but it's well, Maybe. But isn't it? Maybe. Be- I mean, we'll get into it yeah, later, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. Just want to point out, mm-hmm. Kang in the comics oh, is known fuck. to have a civilization in the quantum realm. Oh my realm. god! And then fucking um, and there Ant-Man was, one was always in like Ant- time passes differently there. Yes, and there oh, was a civilization shit. that we kind of see in the background of Ant Man Two. Holy shit! Okay, let's move on. Let's not get too deep yet. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay. Climb back up this back rabbit up this hole that we just <laughs> fell in. God damn it! Okay. Um, okay, so they're back at the TVA, and they get into a discussion of um, belief in the timekeepers at the TVA. Well, but before that, like, going back to Pompeii really quick. Yes. Volcano erupts. Yes. Mobius is like, holy shit, you're right. Yeah, he's like, there's no there's variance energy no detected. disruption. He can't believe Everything's it. the same. Yeah. You're on the something. Yeah. And they're all fucking jazzed and, and excited. they're all losing their minds, yeah. Uh, as the, like, volcano ash yeah. is just, like, <laughs> hurling toward them, yeah. uh, it just cuts them in the elevator at the TVA. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I guess they I guess they survived that. Got out just fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like there was no I was like panicky. I was like, are you guys gonna leave? Cause <laughs> it's right behind you. Yeah, it's coming pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know if you know the story. Mm, it's coming right for us. <laughs> so yeah, so they ended up at the TVA. No harm to them. And it gets to this conversation in like a cafeteria or something. Yeah, yeah of, of Loki questioning this whole, as he puts it, three lizards running the timeline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, him and, and Mobius have this back and forth about mm-hmm. about believing in it, you know? And yes. He gives the example of like, oh, well, you believe in where you came from. You believe in Odin and Asgard mm-hmm. and... You know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Uh, one's like, he literally came from a person. Yeah. Versus you just having this blind belief in something. Because he's admitted to, like, he's admitted himself earlier, like, Mobius has not seen the timekeepers ever. Yeah. He's got to take the word that they exist from Ravona. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Along with everybody else who presumably has not seen them. Because yeah. I can't imagine anyone else has seen them if Mobius hasn't. Yeah, exactly. At least anybody seems, below him. Yeah, he seems fairly important and in the rankings. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's kind of posed that the TVA is the only, the only are the only ones with free will. But do they? That even? was a great like moment from Loki. Where he's like, so I mean, in a sense though, we in the TVA. Are the only ones with free will, which makes a lot of sense because they're going around doing things Mm -hmm. to change other things. Yeah. Because if that was the case, that they didn't have free will, then they wouldn't be necessary. Yeah. But the only thing that uh, I only have, I have a slight problem with that is because the timekeepers, maybe, or Ravona, are the ones that are saying this is the place, these are places to go. They're, so they're sending people to where they want them to go and what to exactly. do. Exactly. They're picking and choosing. Yeah. Pers- so it's probably. not necessarily free will that they have. 
may just be a Th- that's a good point yeah the, they're they have the free will i guess in the sense of their action yes potentially within that mission yes but in a sense they don't because the outcome has to be what is said exactly erase the timeline yeah reset it mm-hmm. right so eliminate it, the variance it is at least the appearance of free will but i don't necessarily believe it is free will but mobius would disagree yeah Anyways, I thought it was like a nice little conversation that could be applied to like religion in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's it was true. an interesting. It was an interesting conversation. Yeah, definitely. And is it Loki that says, "How does it all end?" Yes, yeah. and he doesn't really get an answer. Yeah, but some description of something that's like only order, basically saying that if everything is, if I everything, guess that was the answer. Yeah, Mobius says uh, when it get to the end of this. Uh, sacred timeline. Mm-hmm. There's only gonna be order. Yeah, there'll be no variant timelines, mm-hmm. and everything will just flow the way it's supposed to. Yeah, and, and then, every, everybody will be happy, and there will be yeah. no problems. Yes, and Loki questions that, saying that basically a life uh, timeline without chaos would be boring. Mm-hmm. Like chaos is necessary. It's kind of the idea of like balance, right? Yeah. Yin mm-hmm. and yang. Yeah. But it is an interesting thing for him to say, given the fact that he also said earlier that people don't want to make decisions. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because if you're introducing chaos, then that's taking away. Yeah. Like ex- <laughs> yeah. order. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a little. I guess there's a way for him to believe in both, but to me, it seems a little bit contradictory, where he wants to control people. But maybe he wants to control people so that he can make sure there's balance of chaos and order. I don't know. Well, I mean, in a sense, controlling people is order. Exactly. So. But he said chaos. So he wants to have order to use for chaos. Yeah. See why I'm confused? Inside of Taco Bell. <laughs> Inside of Taco Bell, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that was just a little slight problem I had with that. And then one of the best things I think that Loki said in this was that no one bad is ever truly bad and no one good is ever truly good, which we discussed earlier. Um, so that's, I think... And it says a lot about him and like yeah. how he feels about his existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it speaks to a lot of things. It's very important, a very important thing for us to remember when looking at any of the characters or entities in the MCU. And Marvel's done a really good job lately of kind of showing that gray area for characters whether deemed superheroes or Mm -hmm. villains Mm -hmm. right we yeah thanos for example yes ultimately he was bad yes but they gave him such a story where you could like you could understand and relate to his motives and his reasons for what he does yeah exactly um so loki brings up the fact that he was they called that mobius called him a scared little boy earlier and Something clicks in Mobius' brain and he realizes, he says, scared little boy. And Loki's like, yeah, it was a bit harsh or whatever. (laughs) And then Mobius is like, no. And then they go and he goes and they realize the importance of that, what was it called? Kablooey. Kablooey. Okay. Kablooey, the blue gum that they found on the little boy the first time we see Mobius. Yep. And it's a hint of where he could be hiding, the, the, where the variant could where be hiding. Where the variant could be hiding. They realized that they could look and see through all the other um, apocalypses throughout the timeline, which ones may have also been, uh, may, someone might have also found Kablooey in mm-hmm. to figure out where the they're hiring, hiding. So they get all jazzed 
and they go to get approval from Ravana to send a task force or whatever, a fully armed team to, because they find one. They yeah. find a class. And she's really hesitant about she's this. She's very, she's like, I can't do that. There's no way. Mm-hmm. She's like, if this goes wrong, I, there's not much I can do. Like basically saying. I can't protect you is what yeah, she's saying. Essentially. Yes. You're on your own. Yeah. But he's super into it. Uh, Mobius is super into it. He's like, yeah, this is going to work. And then Loki even seems like super excited about mm-hmm. it. And so she, he, can I just point out something? Yeah, please do. Uh, when Loki had his destruction metaphor with a salad, yes, he says, "If you don't believe my motives, uh-huh. believe I always like to be right." <laughs> yeah, you're right. He did say that. And so I just want to go back now to Mobius really, really trying to get this yeah thing yeah taken care of yeah and this task force brought with him yeah. Maybe because he thinks he's right. Yes. About what's happening. Yeah. In this location. Yep. And it would be so, such a win to catch the variant Loki. So, then we see them, this task force, she approves it, uh, Ravana approves it. They, we see them getting ready for the trip. And then this is where Mobius gives two knives to Loki and then B-15 locks it. She's like, absolutely not. And takes yep. them away and puts them back in the locker. So, um, I still am unclear how he, it turns out he can use the magic later in this trip. So I still am unclear what the difference is. Exactly. So that's where I was a little confused because he uses it to dry himself off when they come in from the storm because they end up at a rocks cart, which is a nice Easter egg of Mm -hmm. a company similar to, uh, Oscorp portrayed in like Spider-Man and stuff like that. Right. Rocks on, right? Yes. I think... The most recent Spider-Man Miles Morales game had, they had rocks them on as it. the yes. main antagonist. Yes. Um, so they are a entity in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and so whether that's like going to play something forward in other properties, who knows? But mm-hmm. it was it was interesting to see in this. Yeah. Um, so they they head to Alabama in the year 2050, which is where there's going to be a class four yeah. whatever was it class ten. Whatever. Some crazy... Some crazy number class. Hurricane, hurricane right? apocalypse event situation. Yeah. Which is interesting that they would... I mean, it, it makes sense they'd go to the future. That way it's yeah. something that they could make happen. And yes. it didn't have to be... A, yeah. They were going through the list of apocalypses and they definitely seem to be a largely climate related in the future. So... Yeah. Cool, I guess. So I guess the idea is they found a location that the gum existed... Mm-hmm. Because it was only around for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So yes. they found a location it would existed yeah. with a big destructive event. Yes, exactly. To narrow down. Yeah, because it was they found the gum was made between this year and that year. So during that year they had to find, during those years they had to find a destructive event. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so as soon as they get there, obviously there's a hurricane going on. Everyone's wet. They go inside. <laughs> Loki uses magic to dry off. Mm-hmm. And B-15's like, what was that? Right? So she's, she's like, what mm. was that? She was super upset. It could be that she was questioning, like, how would, how did you do that? Oh, like maybe she thought he couldn't use his magic, but he could? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe... I wonder if he could use his magic in and the he's beginning he and couldn't. he couldn't. Yeah. He's pretending he couldn't? Maybe. Or he couldn't in the beginning, but for some reason now he can and he's just... Well, he's not hiding it there. Yeah, he's not hiding it anymore, but... His excuse is, I'm going to drive myself off, so I don't announce myself with every squeaky step like yeah, the rest of very, you. Yeah, very snarky yeah, response yeah. to her. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you could be a dumb bitch if you want, but, <laughs> but I am going to be Loki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then they we, there's a weird plot twist where obviously Mobius thinks Loki's gonna go with him, and we I think I expected that too. And then B fifteen is it HB fifteen? Oh, yeah. I keep saying B fifteen. We well, just call her Hunter. I don't know. Yeah. Or fifteen. I don't Whatever. Care. We it's... all knew who we're talking about. Uh, she's like, absolutely not. He's staying with me. Like that's end of story. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a weird situation. Um. But we can see as they all split off into their various mm. groups that... And the point out Loki is like, it's fine. I'll go it's with fine. her. I need to gain your guys' trust. If this is what I need to do, this is what I need to do. Yeah. Very manipulative. Absolutely. Very obvious he's trying to, yeah. you know, cater to her to yeah. Yeah. get what he wants It's later. weird because, like, she at first has a look on her face when he says, I understand I have to earn that, and looks at her. And she kind of has, like, an understanding face, like a, like a positive reaction. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know if it was also her just saying, like, okay... You know, it was yeah. <laughs> kind of internally rolling She definitely her eyes. doesn't trust him. No, she doesn't. But, yeah. Um, so as they all head off in their own direction to go search this warehouse, mm-hmm. uh, we can see that the variant was watching on the security cameras. So yep. it really didn't matter who yeah, went with they, who. She knew, or the variant knew exactly yeah. what was going on, mm-hmm. where they were. Exactly. Um, they see a person in the store, HB15, approaches this person. The garden section, obviously. The garden section. And they're like, what are you doing? (laughs) Shopping for plants. Like, in this hurricane? What would you do during a hurricane? (laughs) It's a hurricane sale. The azaleas are whatever the fuck percent half off. It's like, what a weird thing to have a hurricane sale for one. To be fair, somebody would probably have done that. That's true, yeah. But I had a question, too. What? So were people allowed to use the 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 products in the store, or were they just being able to to stay in the store I'm a, during the hurricane? Like it was being held, it was used as a shelter, right? Yeah, in the back. So like, was like Roxcart like you got to buy everything? Yeah, <laughs> or is I, it like they were allowing them to use them I'm to survive? Assuming, I'm in not this even hurricane. sure that Roxcart was involved in them using it as a shelter. I think people just fled there, and there was nobody there, so. Okay, that's, that's my that's assumption. That's impossible. That well, they were like, there's a warehouse. Here, it felt like there was people. No, because there was people later on that like, look, like they worked there. Oh yeah, they, like were, they were. They were. Just, I feel like they just happened to be working that day though. Like I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're like, I'm getting overtime for yeah. this, right? <laughs> I get overtime till the hurricane's yeah. done. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, as a corporation, if you're like, yeah, nobody's gonna survive this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you know what? You that. get triple overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And I think that, I thought this was funny as she she says to Loki, "Could that be you?" or whatever. And he was just like, ah, and he was like, I "Why mean, not?" I would have worn a suit, but I guess maybe you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could have the argument to any yeah. character that yeah. you come across. How would you know? You're like I don't know. Go yeah. for it. Try yeah, it out. Fuck I, it. Who cares? Um, so she approaches the guy, and then he. I do want to point out too. What? I thought it was weird that she doesn't seem to trust him. That she had to have him go with her. Yeah. But then she's in front of him. Yeah. When she, when they approach mm-hmm. this exactly. guy buying a azaleas plant. for yeah. half off. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. lets her guard down. In she a sense. turns her back on him. Yeah. yeah. It's a. Like, I mean, he doesn't do anything, no, but yeah. it's an example of her kind of letting her guard down around him now. Yeah. So um, she approaches the person, and then they touch her, and then she we see the green flash that we yeah. saw. Yeah, so obviously the variant is doing its mind, possession, mind, possession whatever. thing. Yes. Um, which I feel like he would have seen that, but he seems to have not have. He's just like, 
Oh, uh. I don't, I think, I felt like he saw it, but he just was waiting to see what the variant did first. It looked like he was confused. Like he, cause the, the citizen, mm-hmm. the civilian just fell to the ground. Yeah. And then she turns around and he kind of is like, it feels like he's oblivious to what just happened. He's like, oh, yeah. like, like, oh, why did you just knock him out? Yeah. And then obviously we get the reveal. She's talking in the form of the yeah. variant. And then we get the dialogue of, oh, okay. So you're, he's like, is you're he... me. Yeah. And this is your way of hiding from, yeah. from the TVA. Yeah. Because he's like, is he going to be okay or, or whatever? Right? Is that what he says? Or is he waiting until, does he wait until later? I don't know. It doesn't matter. At one point, he's expressing concern about the condition of the person who's just passed out. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what it was. He's like, is he is he going to be okay? And then Are you B-15, sure it's not her when she later on No, because again? B-15 specifically okay. is the one that says that. I remember her voice. They usually, they usually live or something like that. Okay. Yeah. No, they usually survive. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then... What whatever discussion ensues, and then he's like, "Me, I presume, or whatever," <laughs> to her, and then she's like, "Oh, please, if anyone's anyone, you're me." Yep. Yeah. So kind of playing off the personality of, of Loki is like, "I'm the greater one." Everyone, yes. every other Loki is the inferior. Yeah. And then they keep walking, and then they're having their like discussion. And they find another staff member. So then the variant takes over this new staff member and then mm-hmm. B-15 passes out. Yeah. And then he checks on her. Loki checks on her to make sure that she's alive. Yeah. Which is not necessarily something you might expect from Loki. So this is progress. Yeah. <laughs> and then Loki pitches the idea that they are, like, that they could team up to overthrow yeah, basically, time lords what whatever. Mobius was like, this is your plan, right? Yeah. Get, to, win our trust, get to the timekeepers, take over, and rule everything. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what his, he's like, yeah, that's my plan, but yeah. I've been secretly doing it. And, right, uh, right. And then the variant's like, oh, you've been... Double agent or something like that. Yeah, you've like been that. undercover or Undercover, something. yeah. You went undercover, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And so you kind of see this, like potential like team up i guess yes. or at least that's what loki thinks he's gonna get out of yes, this yes yes uh but then we find out the, the variant has no interest he's no like, after several seconds of consideration i've decided not to take you up on your offer yeah <laughs> Whatever. this is ridiculous it is a very loki thing to say though mm-hmm. and then we finally go to see the hooded figure that we saw at the end of episode one well after a bunch of fighting with okay, a big fair fuck enough. a big guy yeah being controlled by the variant yeah who is like throwing Loki around like yeah. he's a rag doll. Yeah. Which I, I guess that was distraction. Yeah, I for, think so. To time to wait for the for them to do chain, for yeah. for the variant to do its its plan with yes. the reset with, devices. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We could. Well, so we didn't so mention. So it ties this. back to how Loki's will always manipulate. <laughs> mani- will manipulate and uh, waste time yes. to stall. to do stall time. Yes. Yeah, the the variant Loki, the the enemy variant Loki was stalling for time. It turns out to wait for the timer to run out on this many many time reset bomb or whatever mm-hmm. reset charges to all arm at the same time to go wherever they're going. 
so we see this hooded figure that we saw at the end of episode one. And then um, she takes off her hood. And we realize that it's a female Loki. Possibly female Loki. Possibly lady Loki. But there's these tiny little horns and blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And it's the actress. Uh, Sophia DiMartino, the character that she's playing, um, is appears to be either a la- is a lady Loki figure, and that's what most people are calling this person. Mm-hmm. But Loki says uh, Loki to like calls her Loki, and she's like, "Ugh, don't call me that." Like that was a little bit earlier. Yeah, which is a one eighty on the earlier thing is like. Me, or I, me, I presume. Yeah. Yeah. And she acknowledging, if anything, you're... You're me. Me. Yeah. So... Yeah. Doesn't that kind of imply that she is the same character in a different variation? I feel like it does. So why would you then be like, don't call me Loki? The only thing I can think of is maybe it's a situation where... She doesn't like the name because she thinks she's better than all the other Lokis? So that's a little confusing why she would acknowledge who she is in a sense in one scene and then mm-hmm. and then scoff at the idea on another scene. Yeah, so she must by go must go by something different, presumably. Yes. Um, well, she'd go into some theories some theories that we yes. have about the character. Yes, definitely. But this we'll was the, the big bit. official reveal that it's a female that they're mm-hmm. following, not. I mean, I think most people like. You know, don't quote me on this, Everyone but I think knows. a lot of people kind of expected this yeah, absolutely. actor to be the variant that we were looking for. Yes. Uh, you know, it was heavily rumored that they, she was going to be playing a female Loki. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't know the context of that from the rumors, mm-hmm. but people expected her to show up in some capacity. Yeah, definitely. As this character. Yeah, I think so, everyone except for the people in the show, the, the characters in the show knew that it was going to be female. Yeah. <laughs> So I just, I I don't think it was really that surprising to me. Yeah. But I definitely have questions as to like where they're going. Now that yes. we know that the variant is the cause of all that's what's happening. Yes, definitely. Um, so while this is happening, there's actually a flash to the other team where they found, well, there was like a little spot where they were like, oh, so the, the people that are hunkered down in the, the warehouse, they're like, are you FEMA? Are you going to get us out of here or whatever? It's like mm-hmm. a very awkward scene yeah the guys he's like are you here to help us and yeah. he's like no we don't have any helicopters yeah he's like well how'd you get here no answer <laughs> yeah and then another example of like the hunter mm-hmm. characters where like one he kind of like pushes them aside yeah and says, he's like check their bags for reset charges whatever yeah he's like very gruff for yeah. absolutely no reason and then mobius is like these people are scared yeah like what yeah. are you doing yeah. And he's like, they're all going to die. They should be. Yeah. He's like, not from us. Yeah, exactly. That showed like some compassion from Mobius. Right? Yeah, definitely. So it, more, kinda, it makes him stand out more than like everybody else yeah, in the TVA. More possible evidence that he was a real person at one point rather than whatever yeah, this drone instead situation. Instead of a Pinocchio yeah. doll. <laughs> instead of a wooden doll, yeah. Yes. Um, so then they, we see this team or the third team found... C twenty the the woman that was captured earlier yeah, the the, the minute hunter. the minute man who was kidnapped the minute ma'am the minute ma'am <laughs> I mean yeah I mean <laughs> who was kidnapped from uh, the beginning of the episode from the Ren Fair yes um and she's just tied up kind of rocking yeah. 
babbling. Babbling. As though she like saw like... It's real. It's real. Yeah. It's real over and over again. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is real? What, what are you suspecting she's talking about? I don't know. I'm assuming it's the multiverse. Oh, possibly. I think she was shown the realities hmm. that there is a multiverse. It's real. Uh-huh. It does exist. And it's supposed to exist. Yeah. And I think that's kind of shattered her like entire existence because mm-hmm. she's like, all I knew was the sacred timeline. Yeah. And it's all a lie. Yeah. And everything is real. Yeah. And then she reveals that she told... It was like I told them how to get. I I told her how to get to, how to find the time, lords or the timekeepers. Time yeah, um, which is, uh, weird. But not really, because yeah. if she's like in this moment of like realization that everything was like a lie that she's been told, like maybe she's like more comfortable, and forthcoming. Yeah. Or maybe she's like in a a state of like. Shock shock and delusion and she just like says things you know and then realizes later on like she probably shouldn't have yeah it's also possible that the the female loki character that is mm-hmm. involved in this just mind fucked her with the green stuff to make her like yeah that's probably that she just or she just knows things from being yeah. in their brain yeah okay so okay. i mean getting back to loki yes. and philok or she loke <laughs> loke she Lokshi. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, he 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 storms back over to her after getting thrown, mm-hmm. and you know she reveals herself, and he says, uh, "What do you want from me?" Yeah. What do you want from me? Yeah. And she looks at him and smirks and says, "This isn't about you." Yeah. Tying back to the courtroom. Yeah. Where Ravona says, "This is not your story." It never was. So. They constantly keep telling us that Loki is not the one mm-hmm. this story is about. Yeah. Yet here we are. Yep. Watching with a, a show, show called, called Loki. Loki. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which tells me there must be another Loki at play. Yeah, definitely. Unless the one they're talking about is the female Loki. Possibly. Is the one that the show is called after. But it, I don't know. It's, uh, it's possible. It could be all like a symbolic thing at the yeah. end of the series and we're like, oh! Oh shit! Yeah, the title was it was Loki was the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it was Loki the whole time. Yeah. Um. So we see all. <laughs> Could you imagine if they revealed her just be Agatha? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty hilarious. Yeah. Or Mephisto, um, and he's Fisto. like, "I'm back, bitch." <laughs> so we see all the time reset bombs being, or reset charges being sent across time, all across the timeline. Yeah. To basically bomb, like mass scatter bomb the whole timeline in various yeah. different Specific places. locations yes. and times. Mm-hmm. Like we see a list on the computer mm-hmm. at the TVA station yes. where it's showing... It's like this date, past this dates, time. Yeah. Future dates. Mm-hmm. And locations. Some of which may have some serious significance. So we're going to call out a few of them here. I'm going in order of time just because that's how i sorted them but Mm -hmm. one of them was so you're a timekeeper no (laughs) one of them was in uh 0051 which in case anybody doesn't remember is the capital of the kree homeworld so that's an interesting one um and also in 1001 xandar which is the novacore hq so both of these times are probably prior to the war between the Kree and the Skrulls and um, where they were like and Xandar and all that. So 
whatever has changed way back when could have mm-hmm. potentially affected the outcome of that war or whether it even happened in the first place on who was on whose side. Yeah, okay. So that could tie into Yeah, that war could have been like pivoting point to get other things to happen, mm-hmm. which kind of led to maybe Captain Marvel, which then yes. led to the events of Endgame yes. needing her, blah, blah, blah. Like mm-hmm. it could all be like pivotal points that got the outcome that the sacred timeline would have needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had, uh, e- there was 1382 Ego, or is it Ego? How do they it's pronounce ego. it? It's ego. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. That's the whole point of the character. He's yeah. like, he's, he's got a big ego. Yeah. So he is a planet, obviously. Star-Lord's he's dad. He's full of himself. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, the year is unclear, like, how that would be relevant, like, how that would be tied into anything, but it would obviously mm-hmm. be before he fathered Star-Lord, so. Yeah, presumably that would doesn't completely affect the entire concept of Gardens of the Galaxy. Possibly, yeah. Because he would not exist. Star-Lord would not exist. Yeah. Presumably from... Or if something ego happens, ego getting wiped from yeah. Or even the if timeline ego at that does continue, which like, would change his trajectory for yeah. the future. Yeah, even if he does still exist, maybe something changes how he is, and then how he reacts to having a son. Maybe he stays mm. and helps raise Star Lord yeah. or something crazy. There's a happy family. So in they space. never becomes he never becomes Star Lord. Yeah. Star Lord and his mother just live on. Yeah. On top of their father. Yes. Um, there's also 1390 of Rome, Italy. Some crazy Roman Renaissance beginnings happened there where the start of like scientific discovery with Da Vinci and Galileo. So this could potentially have sent Italy back into the back, the, the back, the dark ages. Okay. That's a possibility. So it's preventing technology and invention. Yeah. Inventions from. There was also some pope drama about like who this some pope was like this guy has to be king versus this guy mm. so that could also be it because if we look at all these they all kind of appear to be some kind of well most of the ones that we could find any any theme for it was a yeah. ruling or leadership change moment yeah i heard the biggest reason for the war between popes there mm-hmm. was uh, one pope was poping fun of the other one no You're the worst. I was trying to say a fucking theory here. <laughs> I was too. Were you? Um, so if all if most of these things have to do with leadership change or something like pivotal point in history of whatever mm. area, it has been said in the comics that Kang the Conqueror was known for traveling throughout time and fucking with situations that would basically insert himself into the political climate there. So, so by that logic, would that mean that, would that imply that this... Lady Loki could be working for Kang? Searching for Kang. Oh, so by creating... By blowing these, up these situations that Kang it would draw him out. it could potentially draw him out. Maybe. Okay. That might tie into our possible... Yeah, it's a, it's a theory. It's a, it's yeah. a, I mean, we, yeah. nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows. I mean, um, Marvel probably knows. Yeah, they do. Um, there's also... Um, Let's see. There's quite a few, so I don't want to get into all of them. But then we also have... Um, there's a couple ones that were a little weird. We have uh, 1551 in Thornton, USA, which we weren't the USA in 1551, so that's a little strange. That must... That's the only thing I think of is like because we know it as the USA today, that, that they're going off that so yeah. people know where it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a possibility. But there's another one that someone else pointed out is 1708 in Porvoo, Finland. This apparently was not part of Finland at that time either. 
It was part of Sweden. Mm. So potentially these are related. They're anachronistic into the point where going back there and bombing it made it become something at a different time period. That's a good point. I was going to say something like that too. Also, what I don't like get is wouldn't it only be necessary to bomb one location because if you do a crucial time in history, then that's going to have a reaction mm-hmm. to the rest of the, the time for the like everywhere. Yeah, but that only creates one branch. So I feel like... I guess uh, you could argue one, one at least one per planet. But yeah. like, it just seems like... I think you brought up the idea like, well, maybe she's doing all of these... So that it's too much for the TV to handle yeah. cleaning up. Yeah. Which then puts it in that red zone that it can't be stopped. Yeah. Because like they said, you know, with the quiz with Loki is if it gets to that red zone, you can't reverse it. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's going to be permanent. Yes. Okay. Some other important ones to mention here are a 1982 on Titan, which we know as Thanos' home planet. This is... Um, and... The Eternals, in a sense. Okay, At least comic-wise. Right, right. Okay, so this is also... uh, Titan is the setting of Marvel's first graphic novel, The Death of Captain Marvel, by Jim Starlin. And it was published in 1982. So that could be a little Easter egg. But also, it could reference... um, Marvel spent his last days on Titan, which is the story inside this comic, with a bunch of other heroes who couldn't cure his cancer. So it's possible that there's... uh, Maybe a tie-in with the Captain Marvel movie situation. So, like, are you saying that Marvel met Thanos at one point? That's or just well in met the comics. Race? In the comics, he was hanging out with Thanos's brother and dad, Star mm. Fox or Star something. And Star Fox. I hope that's <laughs> it. Not Star. <laughs> it was. I can't remember. That and name. Gumpy. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting one. It's probably more like just an Easter egg towards the the Marvel's first comic situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but 1984 uh, in Sakaar, which we, is the planet we know from Thor Ragnarok, where time also passes differently. If you don't, if you might remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then. And that's presumably before. So that is that's, that's before, way before. Yeah. Thor would have been there. Yeah, but maybe it's possible that um, what's his toes is leading the planet already. I'm not sure how how long prior to Ragnarok, he became the leader. And then uh, also this one I thought was kind of interesting was 2005, Beijing, China. In the comics, sometimes Beijing holds the eighth gate, a trans-dimensional portal. So okay, I felt like that might be important to us at some point. Yeah, like these could all just be random. They're yeah. like, let's get some random fucking dates yeah. and locations. Yeah. You know, throw some planets we know in there for Easter eggs. Yes. Or they could have some real significant meanings at some point yes. in the future. Exactly. Uh, another one that you we absolutely will remember is Vormir. It said the year 2301. So it's pretty far into the future, but that's where we know the Soul Stone um, it rests yeah. or is, it's, get, it's, is, it's is the home retrieved planet, from. Or at least as far as we know. Yes. We got Red that's, Skull sitting there protecting lost, it. That's where we lost Black Widow. Although, in theory, the uh, Soul Stone was taken away from there once Black Widow sacrificed herself, right? So, in a sense, that would have no impact on the stone. Right. Because the stone was already taken out to form the Infinity Gauntlet. Although, it, what people consider a plot hole in Endgame, Captain America supposedly went back... 
and put all the stones back where they were. Oh, right. Because they time travel to that spot for, right, the, right. for the time or the, okay. the soul stone. So if they if he did put it back, so then there's a possible... Off camera, if he does that, then it's possible the stone is there. Yes. Which then, I guess, brings up the question, does that mean that if you do such a thing, does that reverse anything that has to do with Black Widow? Probably not. But this does mean maybe in 2301, she could be resurrected in some way. It just it brings about a lot of possibilities. Yes. Yeah. All right. So now that we've dissected the entire plot of both episodes, <laughs> um, let's talk about the characters, the big characters, and and what we think, who and what they think we think they are. <laughs> oh my god, I can't talk. Sorry. So to start us off, let's talk about Mobius. He's one of the big characters. He's the first TVA agent we really met officially. With like an actual name <laughs> instead of a number. <laughs> so I know you have a lot of theories about Mobius. I don't know about a lot, but well, I do have one that I... Yeah. Okay, so I am under the impression that he may be... And this kind of ties to your idea that the TVA is just a bunch of variants that have kind of been assimilated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might be a variant of Loki. Because of everything that we keep referencing, like this is like a... You know, something he says, I feel like everything he says always reverts back to me being like, hmm, yeah, that's very Loki sounding. Yeah. Or you seem to know a lot about Loki. Yeah. Uh, you seem to act a lot like Loki. Yeah. Uh, and there's even a moment where he says, I think it was during the meeting for like the different variations of Lokis. He says, not every variant looks the same. Yes. You have different appearances sometimes. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's possible that he could be a variant of Loki from a different timeline that yeah. was, I guess, in a sense, assimilated into the TVA so long ago mm-hmm. that maybe he's just kind of like forgotten. I don't know, not so much forgotten, but just kind of like moved past being Loki. Yes. But maybe his experiences with this Loki is kind of bringing him back to that idea of like. You can change, you know, like there's some, there's more, you you could be something different. You yeah, know? exactly. Maybe he's getting tired of the TVA life again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you first told me your theory, I was like, no. But the longer that we, dis- like the more we've discussed the possible origins of the TVA and mm-hmm. the pos- and how he, the more I think about how he acts in, his character acts in the show it's totally reasonable, I think, to think that he could be a Loki variant previously. Another extreme idea, which I don't know if I really believe this one, but it's a possibility, is he could be the Loki that we know. Oh. And we don't know, because, you know, Loki, you know, in that Pompeii moment is like, are we in the future? Like, what? Yeah. what, what is the TVA? Where does this, you know? Yeah. We don't technically know what the time frame of the TVA is. True. So if it is in the future, he could theoretically be that character. Okay. In the future, mm-hmm. who's grooming himself to be in that spot to continue to get to that timekeeper meeting. Oh, okay. Like, it's the long game. Right, right. That's true. I don't know. It, it's a so little too he... extreme of an idea to really... Like, I don't have a lot to back oh, that man. one. It's a really good point, though, if you think about the discussion of the difference between, uh, was it something projection and, like, the Loki's 
thing, mm. variant Loki's thing about those are two different things and explains them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that, I could see that working. So maybe his impression is like, well, that's the one that I used to use. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's yeah. a little, the question of like, well, why doesn't, like, why did, I guess, why would he need himself? I guess is the question if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess the argument is he would need himself because without himself, he wouldn't exist. Right. It would be like a time paradox yes. that he needs to have yes. in order to stay alive. Yes. True. Which well. would explain why he was like, I got to go get that Loki mm-hmm. from being deleted. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. But true. at the same time, I guess the time paradox wouldn't exist because they just branch off. According to Endgame, right. you don't replace time. You just make a different alternation of it well but if you see when they display the madness or whatever where they have branches that overlap mm-hmm. then you can get a timeline that curves out and then curves back in and overlays something okay so you could rewrite something if you if it goes on for too long I okay think, in theory i don't know i think he is a loki i just yeah. don't know which one what the context of how he would play in as a loki yeah yeah, I could I could definitely see that happening. I feel like um I it definitely seems like he's interested in getting an audience with the timekeepers. Mobius? More, yes, like okay. more than he lets on per yeah. se like directly. The the part where he's talking to uh Ravana. Ravana in her room, it felt like he was acting like he didn't really want to, yeah. but like I kind of feel like it was him implementing that idea of yeah meeting with the timekeepers yeah. to kind of like get a vibe of like how she would react yeah, yeah. do they even exist yeah. is it even a thing like why haven't you know kind of like sub not subconscious like uh i guess passively questioning it yeah yeah so since you bring up ravana let's uh talk about her what do we think her motives are or what's her situation i really don't know see it all falls for me into whether or not the timekeepers exist. Yeah. For her. Yeah. Um, so let's base it off of the idea that timekeepers exist. The assumption that Kang is a part of that. Mm-hmm. For me. Maybe she's like a lover. Because in the comics she's like a lover of Kang's. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a daughter. And like if they were to change up the story of, I suppose that's of the characters for the MCU. Like yeah. maybe she's working for her father. Okay. Uh, doing the TVA to like get his bidding that he needs. Right. Okay. Or maybe she, maybe he's not even around. Like maybe he is somewhere else, and this is her attempting to get back to him, mm-hmm. like or like getting him back to her. Right. You know, maybe he's he's Kang is a time traveler, right? Yes. yes. So if this is all going to revert back to Kang the time traveling conqueror mm-hmm. that we know him in the comics as far as we know she's the only one who knows the truth mm-hmm. whether they even exist yeah. if she's making all this up if she's yeah. the one in power i think somehow she's tied to Kang right in some relationship capacity yeah so here's you want to know what i suspect what i suspect that the timekeepers were real one of them was overtaken and or like uh, the the uh, Kang took over for one of them. Like, either he replaced them or defeated one and became one. Okay. Okay, I don't think he was one of the originals. 
So he kind of, oh, so you think maybe he changed time yes, so that he could to be replace one. that one. Yes. And then from there he went to Wherever. expand and yes. conquer the rest yes. of time and through so, this, through the sacred timeline yes, perhaps. Yes. So I think that he's basically directing everything that's going on that she's decreeing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think the timekeepers or time lords are... Uh, well, they're timekeepers. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're, they, somebody, calls them, somebody calls them lords too, don't they? I don't fucking know. Okay, them. whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, the timekeepers, I feel like they are, uh, maybe they were a thing at one point, but now mm-hmm. it's just Kang, and he's largely absent. Yeah. Just telling her, just communicating with Ravana enough to keep things going the way he wants it to go. I guess it all falls to me for, is the TV in charge of everything, or are they just in charge of like this universe of timelines does that make sense are you suggesting that there are multiple sacred timelines not so much that i guess what i'm trying to figure out is is kang somewhere else doing the conquering thing Mm. while she's just managing managing the conquered planets okay i could see that i guess another big question i have is this sacred timeline that was created from a war. Mm-hmm. We don't know the like they say a long time ago. Yeah. But they're saying that in the context of the TVA. Yeah. How much time is that? In 2012, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not the future. Right. That's true. Because time could not exist in the TVA as far as we know. Yeah. So I am curious oh, if shit. maybe the the multiverse war mm-hmm. that creates this, the the timeline hasn't happened yet. And it will be in the multiverse And that's what of they're trying to do is create oh, shit. what they need to get the timeline. You're probably right. Yeah, that's entirely possible. I could see that where this is this is actually taking place after probably the probably, I'm guessing, the events of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Well, no, I don't no? think that. Oh, okay. I think cuz as far as this episode goes, I think this has cemented what this hap- like what this female Loki did mm-hmm. in episode two, I think cements that that's what Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to have to deal with. Okay. I think it's the same Multiverse of Madness okay. situation. Okay, okay. Um, what I guess I'm trying to figure out is I, I fully believe the multiverse already exists. Yeah. I do not think the sacred timeline is a thing yet. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I think what's happening is the TVA is being controlled by Ravona, who maybe is working under Kang. Mm-hmm. Like you said, maybe yeah. he infiltrated something in some other timeline, mm-hmm. and now he's trying to work his way to other timelines. Right. So maybe in one timeline, he did succeed, and there is a sacred timeline. But there's other timelines. But can you have one sacred timeline only in one timeline? I don't know. That's what's so complicated Inside about this. Inside of Taco Bell. In my logic, because this is where I get, like, this is where I don't, like, this is why I think that the sacred timeline is bullshit. Because, like I've been saying, if there's a sacred timeline, mm-hmm. and that means there's no other timelines. Yeah. So, that means the whole argument that uh, the Avengers were supposed to do what they did. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Because in that logic, Captain America going back in time. Mm-hmm. To live his life with Peggy Carter mm-hmm. created a separate timeline, which would not exist in their logical uh, sacred timeline. 
Yeah, that's true. So how would that make sense that he was allowed to do that in something that doesn't exist? Unless that specifically was prior to the establishment of the sacred timeline, right? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's going to get complicated yeah. because they're dealing with time. But like, yeah, my brain's already I'm, I'm under the impression that like the multiverse does exist. It's supposed to exist. Mm-hmm. And whatever is happening is happening to try and control it mm-hmm. in some kind of capacity to get whoever the main antagonist is to get what they want out of it. Yeah. Here's the thing with Kang. I think Kang is a player, mm-hmm. but I do not think we're ever going to see Kang in this up ep- oh, in no. this series. Yeah, I agree. You know, WandaVision has kind of groomed me a little bit after that experience because, you know, everyone's like, it's Mephisto, it's Mephisto. Yeah. We were on board with that yeah, shit, right? Absolutely. We really thought it was Mephisto. Yeah. And then there was nothing to do with Mephisto. Yeah. So I basing that off of that experience, I feel like you know, it makes sense that, like, you're not going to introduce a big character like Kang into a, a series like this. Not yeah. yet. Like, I yeah. think years later, I think Disney Plus will be used for bigger characters. But, yeah. like, right now, they're just testing the waters. Yeah. So, I guess we're kind of talking about the TVA already. So, what what if... Um, I feel like maybe with the TVA, we're going to find out... Not the TVA, sorry. The Timekeepers. Mm-hmm. I feel like because we're talking about Kang and the Timekeepers mm-hmm. and all that, this is a good time to say, I feel like the end of the show, we're going to find out there's something that the Timekeepers, as people view them, are not real. That there's going to be some other situation going on, which is, in my opinion, going to be Kang. Okay. But do you think... But we won't reveal- see Kang. We'll okay. just... It'll be revealed So it's that not going to be like the end of Avengers where we see Thanos in space. No. Uh... Turning his head and smirking like no. this is a, the new baddie we have to like deal with. No. Maybe we'll have like a one-sided conversation between Ravana and Kang. Like we just see her talking to one person. and But we don't know who the, it is. Yeah. Based on the conversation you can tell it's just one person and that the timekeepers don't exist. Okay. That's my thought. That's how I'm predicting the end of this to, to come out. Okay. So we just get the reveal that they, they, they don't that exist. That they're not the real time. That's not The timekeepers, as described, are not real. Or okay. at least don't no longer exist, whether they were okay. real at one point or not. Yeah, I... Because going back to the idea of Kang is like... We know he's confirmed in Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. I think he might be something that is revealed to be tied to the TVA in that one. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to get that till later. Like, we're not going to get who he is mm-hmm. in this series. No. We're just going to get the like the lingering question of, is he behind the timekeepers? Right. So I'm going to watch, I'm going to be watching Ravana closely for the rest of the show. Every time she's on screen to get yeah. any clues that she's linked to him. Because it would be hard to believe that she doesn't know. That it, it, I can't believe that she's clueless along with everybody else. Yeah. And they're just following this religion of the tva right right somebody has to know the truth yes and why is she the only one that's like a judge exactly and why or is do they she? again why do they even need judges if the outcome is always reset them it yeah. seems like that's always the outcome yeah. unless like you said well the variants can then be brought in to work for the tva mm-hmm. they can recycle them and use them for their own cause <laughs> recycle them well, I mean, they treat them like trash. Yeah, you're right. They... <laughs> trash or recycle? <laughs> exactly. Blue bin or brown bin? Who yeah. knows? <laughs> so, with respect to the TVA, where do we think that... that you... So, you have a theory about where that might be? Well, I mean, you kind of led to it, which kind of got me thinking. 
about, you know, you brought up Mm Ant-Man and the Wasp and how time doesn't work the same there. Yes. You know, the Infinity Stones don't work there. Yes. As far as I'm aware. It didn't, the snap didn't affect that place. Right. Which is where he was. Yes. Right? Ant-Man was there during the snap. Yeah. Unless it was just a coincidence and he wouldn't have been snapped away. Yes. But I think it was implied it was because he was there, he was protected. Yes. Um, so... And again, we have the Easter egg of some like city in the background of Ant-Man and the Wasp when he was in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. We know that Kang is tied to that with his city in the quantum realm at some point in the comics. Yeah. So if he's in the next film, it's possible that, you know, they it's called Quantum Mania or whatever the fuck right. it's called. It's possible that, you know, they're going to be going into the city and mm-hmm. Kang's going to be the antagonist. Yeah. Or at least... A player, mm-hmm. maybe not the main antagonist, but like he's going to be like a background character, mm-hmm. which will probably reveal to be a bigger thing later on. So I think that they're going to really tie into the TVA and Kang with that movie. And maybe the TVA is in that city. Maybe this is in the quantum realm currently. That's it. A- which will explain why the stones don't work here, why time works differently here. Yes. Um, even going back to like their tech to like kind of phase in and out of like timelines, it looks very similar to like pin particles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. The, the the coloring is like the um uh like the the magic fucking like translucent color. teleporters that that yeah. uh, Doctor Strange uses oh, and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. It it's probably all tied to the same concept. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we, like we've like we heard yeah. many times in the MCU, magic is just science that we don't understand, or that you don't understand. Yes. Correct. So, maybe the TVA side is the more understanding that it's science yeah. than magic. Yeah. So, we referenced the TVA that they, that the hunters were very Stormtrooper-like. Obviously, they're not clones, because we can mm-hmm. see that they look different from each other, but... Yeah. they didn't bother giving them guns. They're like, well, you're not going to yeah. hit anything. Yeah, so here's a new theory that I just thought of right now. Yeah, what... that just happened. <laughs> so what if every time they reset a timeline, all of these people that exist now, or di- that don't exist now, all of those people come into this area of the TVA, and then are sat and brainwashed to be whatever servants... Maybe they're not being deleted. That's possible. Maybe they're actually. That's a just lot being, of people, though. It's a lot of people. I guess I, another question would be: Can you change somebody's like mind? Can you can you erase their mind to an extent? Can you? I mean, I would pick think, and choose what they know and don't know. I would think you could. So I guess for like the example, if Mobius is a Loki, mm-hmm. could he have like lost that information through some kind of a? Like, like a, a brainwashing. Brainwashing of some mm-hmm. sort. Like, yeah. could it be that they deleted that from his memory? I mean... Or that he just forgot it over time? You know, something like that. Kind of tying into what you're saying where maybe mm-hmm. people just don't know who the fuck they are anymore. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, they're stuck in this world and they're like, I'm, they forget who they are because they're told this is who you are. Like, this is mm-hmm. what you're going to do. And they lose everything that they had outside of this. Yeah. But that would be a lot of people, so maybe that's a bad idea. But I'm just trying to figure out where all these fucking people are coming from. Are they just created spontaneously yeah. out of nothing? Well, again, like, we only really saw, like, the TVA itself, you know, the staff in the limited capacity. Yeah. But they show, like, a whole world, essentially. Yeah. And for all we know, that's a whole civilization, unless it's all implied they're all TVA workers. I don't know. We just don't yeah. know, because we, all we see are, like, flying cars, and then... 
the people inside the TVA working. Yeah. yeah. Is that just a headquarters, like one company of all, I mean, I guess they, they're kind of the government in a sense, yeah. but yeah. is, do people have their own little personal businesses and shit in this place or right. is it all like TVA related? It's like all work all the time. I don't know. Yeah. It's a very good question. I need to know more, but I, have, I don't have the answers yet. And I think we are going to be revealed that this is the place in Quantumania. I think we're going to get that oh shit moment of we're not going to know where this is. You right. know? And Loki makes sure he brings that up constantly mm-hmm. in this series so far. And we're only two episodes in. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get that oh shit moment come that movie. Mm-hmm. This is the same fucking place. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that to come out. Mephisto. Yeah. It was all Mephisto the whole time. Um. Okay, do we have any other theories about the timekeepers besides the fact that one of them may or may not be Kang? <laughs> the only other thing I could say is they just don't exist, like you were kind of saying yeah. earlier. Like maybe they just, maybe they did at one point or they don't yet. Mm-hmm. It's like but, a Wizard of Oz situation. Yeah, like maybe they just don't exist. Yeah, that's entirely And possible. it's all just propaganda mm-hmm. with the idea of these are the people in charge to mm-hmm. get people on board. Yeah. To believe something, mm-hmm. but reality is they're not even real. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's all I could really think with the, the, yeah. the, the timekeepers. I don't... Yeah. I feel like with respect to the timekeepers and not so much them, but the quote-unquote sacred timeline, I feel like it's probably more so the case that, like you said, the multiverse is real and is the expected natural state of the multiverse, right? The, the yes. natural state is a multiverse, but whoever is in charge here whoever it ends up being is manipulating the multiverse to make it into one timeline that they want it to be and therefore all of this tva shit is just a huge scam and that's what explains why you know loki called out in the first episode like oh so my db cooper Mm -hmm. prank was fine yeah but grabbing the tesseract is is suddenly a problem is death yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you know, he's calling that out. And yeah. I think that's a perfect example where, you know, yeah. Mobius was like, well, you know, it's not about uh, allowing and disallowing or whatever the hell he said. Yeah. And it's, he, he kind of like, he's like, well, let's move on. And yeah. he kind of like he shrugged it, it off. off. Yeah. So I think that kind of implies that, yeah, they are picking and choosing what is allowed. It does point to a possible situation where Kang is, or whoever, we'll just say for, basically it could be and whoever is controlling anything is just saying, I'm making the decision that this item or this event here, this nexus event needs to be reset because that leads to a situation where I'm no longer in control. Mm -hmm. So that's what all of these are. And so therefore the massive string bomb of time reset charges is potentially going to places where they could... There's A, so many that the TVA can't go reset them all immediately. Yeah. And B, they're all possibly in key times and places in which a different reaction or a different course of action could have caused either the TVA to not exist or whoever that is to not be in charge anymore. Okay. That's that's what I'm thinking. Okay. My only other thought is with the TVA, and I don't. This is kind of like I don't really have a strong belief in this one. What if the TVA didn't exist until Loki grabbed the Tesseract and escaped Avengers? Oh wow! Okay, it's a mindfuck idea. Yeah. So I don't know how it would tie in, but maybe him doing that obviously is deemed changing the course of time. 
to a separate timeline. Yeah. So I don't know if that's possible that then that created some other thing where the TVA now exists Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Maybe he is in charge of the TVA. Maybe Loki is the TVA. Maybe, yeah. And it's all a ploy. And he knows that that's a fucking thing that people will believe. Mm -hmm. And so he's going off of this three fucking timekeepers, blah, blah, blah. But it's really just him in the end. Yeah. I don't know. That is definitely an option. But again, we keep getting told this isn't about you. Yes. So if that's the case, then that Um, wouldn't really work. Unless it's just a misdirect and they're telling us that because it is about you. Agatha comes in, it was about you the whole time. (laughs) All right. Should we talk a little bit more about Lady Loki, as everyone's calling her? Yes. Okay. Or shall I say, or is she? She is a female who mm-hmm. has Loki-like characteristics. Female? Check. Yeah. Uh, Loki? Check. Female Loki? Unsure. No, unclear, yeah. Uh, so she's got the little baby horns on her like headdress situation. They're very small. It's not about the size. It's about how you um, use them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay? All right. Good to know. I can't stress this enough, okay? <laughs> um, I'm tired of people always talking shit about her. Horns. Oh, yeah? Specifically her horns, huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm tired of it. Okay. Um, okay, so a few things to note. I'm not entirely convinced that she's Lady Loki, and these are the reasons why. One, she specifically says, don't call me that. <laughs> don't call me okay. Loki. Okay, so we're yeah. going off of, like, a very direct... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and number two, she doesn't look like the Lady Loki we know from the comics at all. Lady Loki okay. from the comics... I mean, they, they I change they variations in these things, obviously. I know, but I'm just saying. She's literally called a variant. I know, but Lady Loki... She's not a variant in the comics, but whatever. Lady Loki in the comics looks more like regular Loki. Mm-hmm. She's got long black hair. Yeah. Well, I get, yeah. And again, it. she was cast and then people were like, oh, there's rumors of a Lady Loki in this. Yeah. And so the narrative just kind of trickled into. Yes. She's Lady Loki. Yes. There's never been really any, really any, any confirmation that yeah. she is Lady Loki. Exactly. So, um. Her not looking like Lady Loki in the comics is not enough reason. But, you know, mm. there is one more thing. She does look like Sylvie Lushton, who is the second enchantress in the comics. Mm-hmm. She is blonde. Okay. Um, there's, a, there's a few pictures floating around out there that look like she has short hair just like this chick. But mm-hmm. it turns out that's just uh, probably just the, the way that the graphic is at that that pain mm-hmm. of the comic. Like she a has a ponytail in the back, but it still is very interesting to see that. Um, mm-hmm. Technically, I, I guess you don't. We can't say for sure that the this one in here didn't have a ponytail because she was wearing a hood. Yeah, right? that's true. We really yeah. don't know. Yeah. You know what's interesting though hmm. is the TVA constantly called her a he. Yeah. But then they said we we've never seen her, so we don't. But they, but they also seem to be confident they knew it was a Loki variant. Yeah. However, going back to that conversation where they were like prepping for that mission, mm-hmm. and Loki says about the, well, it's it's a different power you're yes. you're talking about, yeah. and he explains the difference. He's like, but you already knew that, right? Sarcastically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could kind of take that moment as like, well, maybe they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. As regards to this variant, maybe they're just assuming. Yeah. It's a Loki variant because of the acts that are being done. Yeah. So... But they did say there was like a, a 
there was more uh, traffic with like Loki variants recently, didn't they? Yes. So I guess what my question is: How do they even fucking know that it's Loki? Is there some kind of a or a detector, or do they just base it off of the crime scene? Because you know they did that thing where he walked in, do the you know the joke with the uh, metal detector, yeah, and it took like a a picture of his essence or some shit. It was like something yeah. about his, I guess, spirit. Yeah, his soul or something. Yeah. yeah. So, is that something that they base everything on? Is there a way that they can detect that kind of shit, like on the field? Maybe that's entirely possible, but I I feel like there's got to be more evidence that they have personally. Maybe somebody saw the horns at one point. I don't fucking know. But it is kind of suspect that they're like, oh, he's a Loki and we're definitely looking for a Loki. But like nobody really explains There's no real reason they why they that. know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were right, apparently, yeah. well, um, to an extent. Unless it turns out that the timekeepers, I'm using air quotes here, told Ravana to tell them that they're looking for a Loki. That's a good point. That's probably what it is. Yeah. But going back into it being the, let's say you were saying the Enchantress, right? Yeah, Sylvie Lushton. So that character's whole origin is Loki gave a human powers mm-hmm. just for shits and gigs. Yeah, so in the comics there's like, the when during Ragnarok, Asgard is re, reappears above Broxton, Oklahoma, where um, then all of their people go there or whatever right so then at some at some point loki gives powers to this teenage girl from earth human regular earth human just to like fuck with her as part of one of his schemes and that's sylvie lushton and then she ends up becoming enchantress after amara i believe is the name of the original enchantress yes yeah so i guess um, i guess what i could go with is because if let's say that's a timeline that happens for her and whatever timeline she's in Mm -hmm. that happens right yeah and she comes into existence yes so she's not technically a loki yes which would explain like don't call me that yes um but let's say that they do have some kind of tech that can determine you are this variant of a person maybe those powers will resemble loki i wonder if it's because of the powers that they think it's a loki because she would have Loki's powers. If it's Sylvie. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they could detect the powers rather than the person. Mm-hmm. So they could make an make an assumption that it's yeah. a Loki based on the powers. Yeah. Also going back to the it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's really getting me into the idea this is the Enchantress. Because yeah, I know. Um, when he says, what do you want with me or mm-hmm. something? What do you yeah, want from me? What do you want me? from me? Yeah. And she says, this isn't about you. Yeah. You could take that play on... This is about me. Yeah. And I am not Loki. I am the Enchantress. Yes. That's true. She doesn't have the like characteristic Enchantress outfit situation from Mm -hmm. the comics. But this could also just be like her origin or not origin. But it could be her before she really officially calls herself the Enchantress. Yes. Okay. I like the idea that she's not a Lady Loki. Because the Lady Loki character was created from Loki's soul... Going into Lady Sif. No, yeah. So they, they, during, that was a situation where after Asgardians die, they're reincarnated or their soul goes to a new body, right? Mm -hmm. So the body that Loki's soul fell into was the body that was meant for Lady Sif. And Lady Sif, Lady Sif's soul, he imprisoned an old lady in a nursing home so he could like fuck around in her body because he was enjoying the power that it had. Okay. 
I mean, it's, I guess it's possible if they go into that kind of concept in the MCU, you could argue that like maybe they could bring Loki back from post-death True. into a new character mm-hmm. for the future. And that could be the official Lady Loki of the future timeline so are you after saying, he dies. Are you saying potentially this is the Loki that we knew that died by Thanos' hands? No. His soul into a chick i'm not saying that but that would but be that cool, is right? an option because that that's what i where i went and i was like okay. oh because that would also be this isn't about you this is about everyone else who was lost or whatever you know yes so yeah. i mean that is an option but okay, that's okay, not okay. where i was going okay sorry i fully believe she's from a different timeline yeah a different multiverse yeah i think you were right she's looking for kang mm-hmm. i think kang is responsible for destroying her timeline, mm-hmm. not necessarily like that she cares about the timeline, but it's personal. But <laughs> she lost her entire, yeah, all of the Asgardian like population. Mm-hmm. She lost everybody. She lost her planet. I think it's all being going to be based off something that Kang did mm-hmm. to ruin her timeline mm-hmm. to conquer. Yeah, and I think she wants revenge now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that for sure. But I don't think it's going to be that she is Loki. I think it's going to be. Enchantress. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the Ragnarok that happened. Well, fuck. Never mind. Because if that's the case, then she wouldn't be as guardian, so it wouldn't matter. Right. She would have come to light after. Well, either way, if Ragnarok. if Kang destroyed her area in uh, like where she's from, like her whole family and everything. Okay. She knows. So scratch the Asgard thing. Yeah. But maybe just he took over the planet Earth after. Yeah. I don't think he cares about one city I'm, in Oklahoma. I'm just saying her specifically is she's tied to that city. That's all. I'm okay. Saying. So yes, maybe in that timeline he takes over planet Earth and destroys everything she cared about. The yeah. only other thing is that she has a vendetta against Loki. Yeah. For giving her the powers and. But if she did, then why wouldn't she just kill him there and be done? Because he's not the one that. Oh. Did it. Okay. To her, so it's not. Not as good. You know, like, it's not personal It's not about to you. Do this it's about Loki. this other version of Loki. Okay. Yeah, that's also an option. Okay. Maybe this other... Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the wheels are spinning. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's maybe what happens. <laughs> Mobius is that Loki. Oh, fuck. Okay. See, the problem is I have all these ideas and theories, but they yeah. don't really blend together. No, they so don't like, add I together. don't really know if... That's what they're doing. They're getting our wheels spinning out of control because we have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, maybe it's tied to him and the Kang idea is just a forefront. Like, they very much made Kang look like... or They made one of those timekeepers look like Kang, mm-hmm. if you ask me. A little too much. So maybe it all is intended, like the Mephisto effect, where yeah. they want you to really dive into this idea of one character is the baddie, yeah. so that they can trick you at the end. Yeah, that's possible. They do like doing that, so. Trick me once, shame on you. <laughs> trick me twice, shame on you. <laughs> is that how it works? Stop tricking me. Yeah, stop doing that, bitch. Um, okay, so finally... Where do we think that the variant Loki that we are seeing in this show fits in with all of this? Do we? Where do we think he's? What are what are his goals? And we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but I mean, the most direct answer is he wants to 
weasel his way to meet the timekeepers, assuming they even exist, mm-hmm. and then find a way to manipulate them into allowing him some kind of power or just take it mm-hmm. and then control it. it. Probably just let people still think that the timekeepers are a thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe this is something that already happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe he did do this at one point, whether it be a different variant of him or not, and did get that meeting with the timekeepers and betrayed them, killed them, and Loki is running the TVA and took over and made as them. the three timekeepers. And made one of them look like Kang to throw everybody off his scent. That or Kang was one of the timekeepers and Maybe. he could exist still in the future through a different timeline. True. Coming through. Yeah. So do we think Loki, why do we think Loki went through the, the time door? Do, is he following her because... Oh, that's not a good point. We didn't really bring that up. We didn't. So at the end of the episode, <laughs> instead of going back to the TVA, he mm-hmm. runs through yeah. following Lady Loki, as we'll call her for now. Yeah. Or the Enchantress. Lokshi. Lokshi. Yeah. 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 Um, curiosity. Yeah. I think is the easiest he answer. Couldn't, he couldn't take not knowing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know why she's doing what she's doing. And he and needs to know. Yeah, he yeah. needs to know what she's doing, like, whether well, he wants to stop it or not. Why isn't it about me? Yeah, maybe it's like just being left out of everything, mm-hmm. not being the center of the attention. Got that FOMO. <laughs> and it's like, well, why isn't it about me? Yeah. What? What? What it's are you a very, doing? Then? It's a very intriguing question as like, to what's going on. Are you gonna take over? Yeah. Because I can't allow you I to can't, be. You can't take. It, it goes I'm, back to I'm the better Mobius one. <laughs> saying like, you can't handle the idea. Of this Loki variant being better than you. Yes. And you know he is. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I think it's going back to is Loki wants to know what's going on because he's curious and wants to be able to figure out if he is not the better Loki. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then maybe it's like a thrill to try and become the better Loki by beating that one. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. Where do you think the time door went? Is it just another apocalypse? Or Yes. Okay. Here's my suspicion. I think it goes to um, Volmir. Vormir? Vormir. Okay. Before the time reset. Oh, okay. Off the list. Okay. Because if you remember in the trailer, there's a moment where we see... Loki on this planet oh. that looks very much like Vormir uh-huh. with a female so they're sitting, sitting on a bench or some shit. Like, or... Well, they're back to you. Yeah. To the audience. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's Black Widow. Yeah. It's not Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I think maybe that's where she went. Okay. That's where he goes. Okay. And I think episode three is going to be him kind of having this one-on-one with her, learning the facts of what the... TVA may be doing mm-hmm. her sob story. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll probably be a little bit more drawn out with them having banter and you know her being mysterious and whatever. And eventually, it'll come through and they'll have this like moment of bonding mm-hmm. through their different experiences as Loki mm-hmm. or her as an enchantress. You know, maybe that'll be like the reveal we don't have until the end. He's assuming she's a Loki this whole time, and then. The reveal will be like, I'm not Loki. Yeah, I'm not you. I've just been like forged through his, your powers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, something like that. That's Yeah, I think that'll be interesting. And then we'll get the reveal of like what she's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, is it 
about destroying the sacred timeline that I don't think exists, but maybe it's destroying the ability for it to exist. Yeah. So do you think her goal is to destroy the TVA as a whole? Or just take control of it? Destroy it. I mean, she straight up says, I don't want to control it. Yeah. I want to destroy it or something. Didn't okay. she say that in episode two? Yeah, I two? think she did. But I'm just, I mean, if she's if she's a Loki, who's to believe her, you know? Mm-hmm. But do you think she's a Loki? Because I thought we were in I mean, the person she's if. not. I said if. That's, okay. I don't necessarily think she's a I Loki. I don't think she is a Loki. No, I don't either. I think that's kind of more the misdirect of the show. Yeah. Um, what I do think, though, is whatever's going to happen that Doctor Strange fixes mm-hmm. is going to be tied to allowing Kang to come back. Mm. Oh, okay. She may be stopping Kang from coming through to make this sacred timeline. Right. But then Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, may be fixing all of that, mm. which then reverts everything back, which then allows for a Avengers 5, are we going to be on? Yeah. Where Kang is the big bad that they mm. have to stop because okay. he now was able to come through because everything got reset from mm-hmm. what we'll call Lady Loki tried to prevent. Right. Okay. So, what do we think the events of this show will, uh, like, how will they impact the MCU as a whole? That's where I'm kind of confused right now because technically, Loki came from 2012, many years before the events of Endgame, mm-hmm. like, what, like 13 years? Uh-huh. Ish? 12, 13 years? Which then means if the Multiverse of Madness has been created in episode two. Mm-hmm. That changes all of the timelines. Yes. So to me, my question is, what does that mean for WandaVision that we've already seen? What does that mean for Falcon Winter Soldier mm. that we've already seen? Are those real timelines or are those multiverse timelines oh, that were created shit. from Loki, from the series Loki? Oh, no, that's a good question. Because Doctor Strange 2, we don't know the timeline of that show or of that movie, but presumably that's going to fix whatever the multiverse of madness is. Yeah. And we know WandaVision is a part of, or we know Wanda is a part of that movie. Uh huh. So presumably her powers, her Scarlet Witch powers, mm-hmm. which I think are going to be revealed to be she is a Nexus being, mm-hmm. I think there might be a Nexus being for each stone. If that makes uh, sense. Maybe. That's a good point. And I think she'll be the key to fixing the Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. in that film. Yeah. Which then will revert everything back, which then will allow for Kang to come through with his plan of the Sacred Timeline scheme Okay. later on. Man, I'm just, just putting so many ideas in my head now. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it could be like not relevant, like because you know maybe what happens is fixed long before Endgame, or it, it also it could be not relevant because the TVA may not have any constructs of time. Mm-hmm. So whatever happens could like not impact other timelines. That's true. Like yeah. it would theoretically just make different timelines, but I guess what I'm saying is. We don't know if what Marvel's showing us is a multiverse or if it's supposed to be the canon MCU timeline. Mm-hmm. They could be throwing like curveballs at us and we're getting like these different perspectives. And that would explain why Wanda 
is no longer a villain later on. Like, you right. know, she's been painted a villain now because of what she yeah. did in WandaVision. Right. Now, yeah. like, the citizens are like, she's a monster. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, yeah. she's the bad guy. They'll yeah. never, res- you know, they'll never trust her or whatever. They'll never yeah. accept her apology. Mm-hmm. This could fix that. Yeah, it totally could. And well, then I, it would, this also would explain how Spider-Man could have the theory of the Spider-Verse with, we know that we're getting... Doc Ock from the original Spider-Man movies. Yes. We know we're getting Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man series mm-hmm. of movies. So this could explain that is this event in Loki has now caused a clusterfuck that's opened up portals to allow for that movie to potentially have the Spider-Verse yeah. of characters. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to have those branches going across and, like, crossing each other. So, at each point that they cross, the people on either side could potentially go through. So, Peter Parker from our MCU could possibly go through, meet those ones, whatever, have their whole movie, whatever. And then Mm -hmm. maybe he's trapped there once it gets fixed on this Mm -hmm. end. Although, he's supposed to be in Doctor Strange as well, correct? Yeah. I think so. Which, oh, but Doctor Strange comes out first, right? Yeah. Oh. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no it no. doesn't. No, Spider-Man is in December. And then Doctor Strange is like March that next year, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So that, okay, could, that so, could work then. So he would need Doctor Strange to help him yes. theoretically get back. Mm-hmm. Assuming that's their plan. Right. Because the movie is called No Way Home. Right. So maybe something happens that traps him there. And another multiverse. Yeah. Like Kang creating the timeline again? The sacred timeline again? That or just the multiverse getting fucked. Right. I don't know. It's spitballing ideas. Yeah. I, it, There's a lot of places it could go and we, I really think... We that... don't know that Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield are even coming back. But those are the heavy rumors... Because why would you have the villains if you're not going to have the other Spider-Man? Yeah. I mean, Spider-Verse is a huge part. Spider-Verse is a huge part of the Spider-Man lore. So Yeah. Yeah. And going back to your I Need a Hero thing. Yeah. Man, is that used everywhere. It is. We got it in the the He-Man cartoon trailer. Uh We got it in the Guardians of the Galaxy video game that was just announced. Yes. And now we got it here. Yep. All in like a span of a week. Yep. (laughs) I don't think we need more heroes. We seem to have a bunch of them. we seem to have a lot of heroes. (laughs) <laughs> but I do like that song because I'm kind of okay It's a really with good it. song. Yeah. <laughs> Although I feel like it didn't really match this show for that moment. I think that's. I think that it was making a statement, though. I think like that she, that is, she the is, hero. is the hero. Okay. Yeah. I kind of figured that was what they were yeah. going for, yeah. but like it just felt weird because it's like the song is about a woman needing a man to be her hero, right? Is it? That's what I thought the lyrics were. I mean, it might be, but I feel like it's just, I need a hero. So, I feel like that's all they were going for. Oh, oh, the lyrics I thought were like about a guy who had these traits and it could be her hero. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too far into it. It could just be like, Oh, oh yeah. Where have all the good men gone? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. And where are all the gods? Oh, shit. Interesting. So, maybe... She wants the gods back. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's her needing Loki to help her. Oh. You think so? Maybe I don't she's know. luring Loki into helping her? I mean, she did make a beeline like, for him as soon as she found him in fucking the hurricane event situation at the end. 
She went okay. straight for him. So you think she knew he was going to follow her? Oh, yeah. That, that would make total sense. Because okay. he's too, she knows, she probably, she if she is a Loki or if she's not, she easily knows how he'll be, mm. how the Loki is, right? It's a, so, it's a nice uh, case of prey versus predator. Who's yeah. Who? She knows how to manipulate him into doing what she wants him to do. And it's not by asking him to do something or forcing him. It's mm-hmm. by making him think it's his idea. Yeah. So she knows exactly what to do to get Let him interested. Loki buy you a drink. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, maybe that's possible, what that okay. meant. Unless it was just as simple as the song has the word hero in it. And yeah, <laughs> it could be just simple. They're like, oh, this is a catchy song. It'll be cool here. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is popular right you have now. to assume there's more to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really curious how this is going to impact the MCU. Yeah. As far as, does this event have any kind of, like, direction on what we've already seen, what we're going to see? Or is it, like, independent of it? Yeah. We have been told by Feige that this is going to have the biggest impact on the MCU of all the shows. Yes. Now, that could just mean presumably the future. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily things that have already happened, but based off the timeline, if it's all based off things that happened in 2012, then it could theoretically affect the future. Yeah, it could. Well, I mean, technically it would, right? Because there was dates in there that she reset mm-hmm. that were... Before the events of any MCU content. Yes. So yeah. that alone would have done it. Mm-hmm. There was something in like 1999. Yes. Which would have been before anything in the Marvel Universe as we know it for yeah. the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? There's there's a lot of options for how this can affect the MCU. I think we'll have a lot more to say when we do our final wrap up. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the season yeah. is what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yes. Um. What kind of things would you like to see in this series? Um, I would like to see more magic done by Loki. Because his magic is pretty fucking cool. And we haven't seen very much of it. Okay. I would like to see, obviously, an explanation of who the Loki is. <laughs> okay. I think that would be a nice answer. Yes. Yeah. Um, they I'm just assuming... don't tell us. They just, yeah. we just never know. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming... She's like, all right, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. And then, like, we just don't know where she goes or who yeah. she is. I'm assuming we're going to get that answer. But that's something I'm very curious to know is if she is uh, a Loki or if she's the Enchantress. And if she's an Enchantress, then what her motives are and all of that. Okay. Um, I would like a little bit more information about the TVA, like you said. Like, what's going on in the rest of that city? Mm. Are there businesses? Are there... Is there... <laughs> Presumably, whatever happens by the end of this has to eliminate the TVA, right? They can't be a, a force going forward. They, right, they yeah. have to be cut off mm-hmm. and then for everything else to continue. Yeah. Or else they're just always in the middle of everything. affecting everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I'd, I'd like to find, since I think the TVA is going to end, I think it'd be cool to learn a little bit more about, like, do the people that work there, like, where, where do they come from? Uh, do they have lives outside of work? Or do they go home and sleep at night? Do they just not sleep? Are they automatons? Like, I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. what's the situation there? <laughs> I do think it's weird that they're all human-like. Yes. Like, there's no other variants of... Yeah, well, there's no... There's, there's no other, other species? beings, species yeah. from different planets that yeah. work there, which yeah. tells me, you know, they are created, not the... necessarily... Well, no, there was a scroll. But they didn't work there. You're right. Okay. Well, no. He yeah. was a variant. He was a variant. Okay. So here's what I'm wondering. I had a thought about that at some point because I had the same thought process you're talking about. And I was wondering if they always appear as 
the race that the person the variant is like i wonder if that scroll variant saw all of them as scrolls and loki just saw them all as human looking because that's what his guardians look like that would be and maybe they're an just some kind of take. like i mean i don't know i mean that, that would explain it yeah because they're some kind of entity that is hard to understand visibly and so they just put on this illusion of what they actually are well plus if it's like this whole cover of mm-hmm. what they really are yes. that would kind of be a more of a reflect on that yes yeah there's more than you see mm-hmm. but at the same time then wouldn't the timekeepers look that way they mm-hmm. look like they're as loki calls them lizard people yeah <laughs> yeah that's true but they're supposed to look godlike or whatever okay so i don't know it's probably not real but i was just okay. wondering like i think that would be interesting to see if they like where they come from and if they do really look like this and if they don't then what's what's happening like that more details on the background of the employees gotcha. of the TVA yeah i think that they're just kind of they work there oblivious to the the background of what's mm-hmm. happening i think they just think that they're doing a noble cause mm-hmm. and it's going to end up being they aren't yeah so and, what about you what what do you want to see in this uh, nothing that's like significant, but I was interested in seeing like a cameo of Chris Hemsworth as like a variant Thor. Oh yeah, that'd maybe be cool. at some point, just yeah. like something humorous. You know, they've been putting in like cameo characters. Right. You know, M- Mandalorian. We had a Luke Skywalker. Spoiler, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Wandavision. We had fake Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. You know the Fox version. Faux silver. Not really Quicksilver, but you yeah. know. Evan Peters. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool to see uh, Chris Hemsworth as like some alternate version of Thor. Yeah. So like... I feel like they, they always have some kind of like fun little cameo mm-hmm. of characters that we didn't expect. You know, I think Falcon Winter Soldier had some Wakanda characters yes. pop up. It would be fun to see like a Thor mm-hmm. that's not the one that we know, but just like something fun and ridiculous or... as like a, a like a one scene joke. Yeah. And then yeah. like that's that's it. Yeah. Like a Thor that's like emo. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. <laughs> I just think, I'm just trying to think of something like the opposite of his like macho self, you know, yeah. like whatever his like like scrawny Thor. Yeah, like a, like he's like, hella skinny. They could do the treatment they did on, but he's got Mjolnir and he's like yeah, able he's to like hold it. Gangly, like in um. But he gets tired, so he has to keep shifting arms. Yeah, it's a what is it the, the commercial for like Rocket? Yeah, yeah or I thought yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was kind of taking that joke, but yeah, well, it would be fun to see. It would that. be funny. Yeah. yeah. Jason Momoa yeah. doing that, yeah, yeah. where he's all scrawny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think something like that would be really fun. Yeah. Or, I don't think they would do it, but they are going to be doing the female Thor situation. Mm-hmm. So, they could do like a quick little background situation mm-hmm. of a female Thor. That's another question, actually. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think, I'm pretty sure Loki's involved in that film. Mm, I think so. So, does, I guess looking at the schedule, does... The events of this show have anything to do with Thor, Love and Thunder. Hmm. Is the Lady Thor going to be a outcome of what's happened with the multiverse? Oh. Or is that from the main timeline? Because it's Jane Foster. We know that. Yeah. So it's it could be the same one. Yeah. It could be something where Thor, you know, in the comics, he uh, no longer finds himself to be worthy. worthy right? Yeah. And then because of that, he loses his worthiness. Mm-hmm. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so, that's where Lady 
four comes in. Mm-hmm. Jane Foster somehow gets it. Mm-hmm. This whole backstory with her mm-hmm. and needing Thor's powers to like survive cancer. Right. Could this tie into that? I mean, I could see that happening. Because technically, Doctor Strange comes out first. Yeah. March 25th, 2022. So if they wrap up any problems with the multiverse, it would be in that film. Yes. Which then means, by that logic, Thor wouldn't have that unless the timeline is jumping around right. for the films, which they've done in the past. Yeah. So it is possible that it could be like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy was like a prequel in yeah. its time to where it was in the chain of the movies, I mm-hmm. think. So I guess technically Thor could be earlier than the events of Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Just an idea. It could, yeah. There's so many possibilities with this. There's. Which then again, Ant-Man is after that, February 7th, 2023. So that would tie into Kang more if they yes. were doing some kind of thing where this Bring is all back. about Kang. Yes. And something he's doing. Yeah. So I think Kang is involved, but I do not think that the... I think what Lokshi is doing <laughs> yeah. is something connected to revenge on Kang, but I don't think Kang is technically responsible for what's happening here. Okay. But I think it's kind of like a setup for this character existence. Yeah. Maybe we'll get to reveal that she's going after Kang, mm-hmm. but we'll never see Kang. We'll right. never hear from Kang. Yeah. All we'll know is that he does exist. Mm-hmm. And that he's fucked with time. Yeah. And he's a dick. And he's conquered her planet or, or her timeline or whatever. Yeah. I guess what I do want to see too is what's going to happen to our Loki that we know. Yeah. And this, you know, is he going to have to die off mm-hmm. because he's not meant to exist after his timeline? Well, or will we be able to see him continue the story in a different version? Yeah. I feel like if the goal of this, if it turns out that the multiverse is the appropriate base scenario then loki that we know can now continue to exist Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know if it's confirmed or not i I think at the very least it's rumors he's in thor love and thunder Mm, so by that logic he's gonna have to rebuild his relationship with thor yeah again like we're gonna get that bonding or maybe because of the outcome of this he sees that bond already yeah and he's more open and friendly with Thor yeah. in that film yeah, off maybe. the bat. And we're going to be able to get like a new fresh take on their relationship where yeah. they don't have this like adversarial, this competitive nature or, yeah. you know, resentment mm-hmm. for each other. Yeah. That's possible. Cause I don't think they want to rip that relationship apart no. because I think they work so well together did, in those yeah. films. Yeah. Even the earlier ones that don't do that well, like you could see that they do well with their, with their roles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Anything else? I don't think there is anything else at this point. Okay. But we'll be checking in with everybody weekly after each episode. Mm-hmm. And so expect providing like a lots more. Two-hour episode instead. <laughs> hopefully we'll be able to keep them a little bit more concise. A lot of our speculation, hopefully our questions will be answered. Mm-hmm. That'll be nice. Yeah. And uh, it's very exciting. It's very cool. I'm really liking the show so far. Definitely enjoying it. Yeah. I think in our spoiler-free review, I gave the first episode... I want to say I gave it a test it. Oh. Yo, yeah, I think you... I don't think I dissected it. No, you didn't. I um, did. And yes. I thought you sliced it, but I can't remember. You might have said test it. I think I might have said test it. Okay. Um, 
But after seeing episode two, like, I think I'm definitely at the mindset of, like, this is more of a dissected for me so far because it's already jumped up because I'm now having so many more questions and I'm more engaged than I felt like I was in the first episode. I enjoyed the first one, but I thought it was more of a setup for just kind of reminding us that Loki is not the same Loki. Right. And, you know, catching him up to what we know. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I feel like we're really getting into, like, What's to happen? Yes. Where is this going? And the fact that it's going to have such huge impact on the MCU, as far as we can tell, really has me excited. Yeah, it's very exciting, for sure. I was cracking up, too, with episode two. I <laughs> yeah. think there were so many good jokes A in there. A lot of good lines. They, I'm really loving the humor with Loki. It's They're spot on. Yeah, they Love really, it. really worked well with what they, uh, yeah. <laughs> the commentary they gave him. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I think that's about it. And, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool if you guys would want to, if you're still listening, we appreciate you. That'd yeah. be awesome if you're still listening. We hope to be back with episode three of The Anatomy of Loki, but seeing as we are variants, we may be erased by that. Yeah, it might not be us. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a different variation. Yeah. Guess we'll have to tune in to find out. Yeah, indeed, you will. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at DTFpod. You can also send us an email directly to DTFpod at gmail.com, or you can find us on our website, DTFcast.com. Also, um, please don't hesitate to go write us a review or rate our podcast on whatever podcast service you use, especially if it's Apple or iTunes, because that's the one that matters, apparently. Um... We would appreciate a review. That'd be great. That's it for The Anatomy of Loki, episode one and two. Bye bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>